This week we sat down and we had an idea and we had a topic and we went into one of the biggest rants we've ever had in the history of this podcast. In fact, it's a whole episode's worth. However, we decided to keep it and here's why. This week, Roy and I peel back the curtain and we show you a little bit about our love lives. We tell you about our spouses, how we met, and a little bit of what our life is like at home to show you that it's not all about the belt color and the rank and the title and what's going on on the mats. There's so much more that goes on off. There are people that are behind us, supporting us, encouraging us, that believe in us. This is the story of his pookie, my Steph, and how we kind of came to be. Hope you enjoy the show. All right, we're back. Alrighty. Very, very cool. Episode 25. A lot of very, very cool things happened this past week. So, <laughs> so much. So I, much you said you got some stories, so I'm, I'm quarter, dying to hear a couple. Bro, this is the quarter century mark, 25th episode. Okay. So episode 25. <laughs> and how would you make this special like what are we what are we going to talk about that's uh you give me what? you gotta you gotta give me something that's so deep that's so like interesting what let me tell you something Roy. go go i love this podcast so much <laughs> i, I love as much as it fucking like it's an it's extra therapy. thing on my plate it is it's my fucking therapy <laughs> fucking dr dr judy hasn't heard from me in a while so then I'm like, on I the got couch dr. my brother <laughs> yeah get some shit out Here's the thing. You're trading one this, Jewish guy for a Jewish woman. There you go. That's it. Um, I don't need to make this special. Right. Because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it so much that every time I hit record, it's like when I kiss my wife. You light up. It's like the first time the same way. every time. It's like seeing my son's face. It's like seeing my daughter smile. Yeah. It could be the one millionth one, yeah, but you. it just feels a certain way where it's like, this is where I want to be right now. That's awesome, man. It just so happens to be the 25th episode. And it's very cool when people come up to you and say, you know, pretty cool things about the, uh, the podcast. So I want to, I'm going to share this story. This happened. I don't know if they told you or they told me. Yeah. And I overheard it. So we have a, a new student. I can't remember. I think it was the, the new student, Matt Mateo. Okay. And he joined up and, you know, now when people sign up, I'm like, listen, we have a podcast. You can listen to it just to learn a little bit more about myself Right. And about the academy and things of that nature. I was like, but just, you know, keep in mind, like, I use a lot of naughty words. You know, I'm not Professor Miguel 24 hours a day. <laughs> right. You know, some are like, oh, you're a black belt all day long. Jiu-jitsu <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. Sometimes I say fuck. But, like, it's, 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 you know, it is what it is. I love that accent. Uh, sometimes I say fuck. So, <laughs> so, so he comes up to me and he goes... Hey, so that's a uh, that's that's purple belt, Roy. And I was like, I was like, yeah. He said that when he walked, I'm laughing. He's like, because he started listening to the podcast. And okay. He said that he liked it, and right, right. it was okay. great. He's like, it's gonna sound so weird. He's like, but I saw him, and I was like, oh my god, that's purple belt, Roy. He goes, and in a weird way, I was like nervous to talk to him because I was like, dude, I've I've hung out with you so many times, and you don't know. I was like, what? I was like, Roy's fucking famous. Like, <laughs> Like people are like, it's a little different for me because, yeah. you know, I'm like Professor Miguel, you come in and you yeah. automatically know you're going to meet the black belt. Right. But you're like this podcast guy and everybody knows you yeah. without knowing you. Like if you go train at Ocean County, you know, you're going to meet Tom. Right. Right. But I gotcha. when you see Carlos for that first time, you're like, um, that's fucking him. For me, it's like when I went to Ricardo, like, you know, you're going to meet Ricardo Almeida. Right. But then it's like, oh, that's Dante. 
that's yeah. Tom. Like that's okay. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. you know that's Hazi. Like you're like holy fuck. Yeah. It's like now you're that guy, but it's different because they spend time with you without you yeah. realizing it. You're with these people two hours a week. Do you ever do you ever feel bad about sort of like? I never feel bad about nothing, homie. <laughs> Fucking. Where there my have sins been a couple my, of my... times where I've like I've I've sort of like opened the kimono a little bit and I'm like God I really shouldn't have said that. <laughs> like my drug story the last last week. That was amazing. Two weeks ago, yeah, it was a great story, but it's like I felt God. Why did I admit to that? You know. I mean, but here's the thing: like we're not telling people like, hey, go out there and rip some lines of coke. Right. It's like, listen, we lived lives. Yeah. We've done some good stuff. We've done some bad stuff. We've done some things that we can look back at now and laugh. We can talk about things that we regret we talk about things we would have done differently and at the end of the day it's all those things that got us to where we are now that's experience that's part of the journey right and i think that's why people kind of like to listen because nobody's perfect everybody's been through some shit i hope everybody's kind of got a story that they don't want to share and they're like okay I'm not a total scumbag for doing that. Like <laughs> Professor Miguel's on a fucking plane, right. barely coherent enough to open the like the door in case something crashes because he took way too many Ambien and chased him with six Jack oh, and Cokes. Man, I wish I was on that flight. You know, you should see that. Oh God, I'm sure I can get the video. It it humanizes us, and when I you're talking so. to like a purple so. belt, and like for you, it's like you know you're you're a grown adult, you're yes. a grown fucking man, and you know I'm the black belt, mm-hmm. and it humanizes us, and it's like oh wait a minute. I hope so, because everybody has those moments in life where they're like, "God damn, why did I do that?" You know, like you have that regret where you just did something really stupid in your life, where you said something stupid, and like, "God, I wish I hit the rewind button on that." Yeah, but if you hit the rewind button and did it differently, you know, yeah. it's, it's that uh, that that ripple effect, right? By the way, does How everybody know changes? what a rewind button is? I just no, <laughs> it was like like DVR exactly. Like, Manny and Max are like, what's rewind, bro? I'm like, what's that mean? Like, like backing it up 30 seconds on the DVR? <laughs> Max was uh, Max was telling me tonight uh, how... God bless uh, that kid. I love, I that love kid. those guys, man. Yeah, I really great. do. They're, listen, like, you know, they're great kids. Are they perfect? Of course not. They're 19, 21, mm-hmm. 22, 23. They're right. at that age. You know, they're going to do their shit. Right. But like I tell everyone, like, listen, just be smart. You know? Yeah. My mom used to say all the time, she goes... We're going to make mistakes in life. Just make sure your mistakes are pissing on the toilet seat and not shitting on the floor. She's like, one, I can help wow. you clean up. One, you're on your that own. Is, that is very, very uh, I got to steal that one. All yours, baby. Take it. <laughs> she would say it all the time. She's like, I don't mind if you piss on the toilet seat. Just don't shit on the floor. Because one, you got to clean up on your own. Absolutely. I was oh, like, wow. damn, woman. And that's because I was literally pissing on the toilet seat. Was, you know, <laughs> It's hard to aim, man. I don't think I don't think ladies especially realize how okay. aiming you got to learn how to do that. Uh, let me think about that for a second. No, I agree with that. And different streams. Your morning piss is very different from a midday piss. Yeah. And a I piss was, in your in your teens is much different than in your 60s. No, what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, you're right. like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I got to get closer to the toilet. The stream's not as no, powerful. I'm in, I'm, in, uh, I'm in good shape that way. I can, I can still. Uh, That's good. I can still. That's very important. I, believe me, I know. That's like prostate shit. But. I was thinking of the times where you like you wake because my dog is getting me up at the weirdest times now. Like he'll wake me up at like four thirty in the morning. Jesus! And I'll go to the bathroom because he's on like a. I got to take him out every four to five hours. That's because you got a little dog. Yeah, but they I got also, these tiny little kidneys. <laughs> like they like they like water and they got to go out in two minutes. I was just I was thinking about it more that because we had a dog that made it to nineteen right before I got this one. That's amazing. I know it's really amazing, but I used to feel bad because I would only take him out like two to three times a day, and I'm like this poor little bastard he'd like 
he used to pee in the house sometimes. And so I said, okay, this new dog, I'm taking him out every four to five hours. And that's what I do. But anyway, long story short is that he wakes me up at 4.30 in the morning and I'll go to the bathroom and it's one of those things where you're just like, you're so exhausted that you just like your head bounces off the wall behind the toilet and you're just like leaning against it and you're just pissing down into the, uh, into oh. the ball. So that's my piss story. Yeah. Benny, <laughs> Benny pees in my bedroom every morning. Oh, he comes no. in to wake us up and then he goes to the bathroom. Hey, I mean, he's good. Oh, no, so he goes to the bathroom. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think he was talking about in the bed. No, he's not pissing the bed. I don't know. Just, no, 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 he's not pissing. The, if he was, I wasn't. Sh- I wouldn't share that shit on this. I'd okay. keep that to myself. <laughs> no, he comes to the bed. He's like a little fucking man. He goes, he goes, I got to go pee-pee. That's great. And he goes to the bathroom pee Seriously. Dude, he's like, he's five and a half. It wakes me up because all you hear is like, <laughs> it's like, eh, eh. Oh, my God. I'm like, whoa, what the yeah. fuck? And like you can see him like it's like so he, he like horse pisses now like, oh my like god you, dude I just blew up everyone's speakers that's where business. you that's where you piss right into the middle of the bowl so you get the maximum volume as yeah. opposed to pissing on the back of the uh, oh bowl. bro he it's just, there's so much force coming out of there wow. it's amazing for a five year old that's amazing five years old good deal yeah good for him I, and like, <laughs> but like it's funny like, like like well like you brought up like the like the urine I didn't stream. bring this subject that's up. important well you brought up the stream I don't know how I brought this up anyway but it's important because. <laughs> I don't think people realize like you got to like pay attention to your body and like oh, ladies okay. out there too. If you're married, if you got kids and they pee, you should listen to it because you want to yeah. have a healthy stream. We were watching, I mean, I already shared this. I really like sex in the city. Big fan. We were watching and just like that, I think it was the first episode. One of the husbands uh, goes to use the bathroom right? and uh, it was Charlotte's husband. What's his name? Harry. And she's like, Oh, Harry, are you using the bathroom right now? And right. it's like, he's got a solid stream. Okay. And like when they play, I go to Steph. I was like, I was like, that's good because his character is like close to sixty. Like that's a very healthy stream. <laughs> and Steph's like, you're disgusting. And then literally in that episode, he goes, you know, you should be happy. My stream is like this. It means I'm healthy. Most guys my age. And I'm like, yeah, he's right. And Steph's like, like a wise guy. That's... He's just got like a weird New York okay, accent. I got you. Um, and then Steph is like, oh my god, that's a real thing. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I got it. I was like, if my if I can't pee, that means there's a problem with my prostate. I gotta go yeah. see a fucking doctor. That's exactly what happens. She's like, oh my god, I didn't know guys go. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's fucking. Uh, what do you want me to do? It's not a subject I I, I like to talk about, but <laughs> sooner or later, your body's gonna break down in a very realistic way. You know what I'm saying? And you get to that sort of point. You know, I'm pushing sixty at this point, so you get to that point where you're like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? You know what I'm yeah. like? Is it going to be my back? Is it going to be my fucking, you know, prostate? <laughs> is going to be what is it going to be? You wake up, you start doing inventory. You're like, oh boy, <laughs> that's exactly. Like for me, it's like, all right, what's going to be hurt today? Yeah. And for you, you're like, okay, what's officially what's going to stop me? working today? <laughs> like what's, what's going to kill me? <laughs> yeah. What's going to turn back on me? And be like, and now you die, old man. Well, it's like my my dad unfortunately had Alzheimer's and he passed away when I was uh, 37. So he was a young guy when he passed away from. That's really what keeps me going a lot to jujitsu i do not want to you know i think jujitsu is just amazing for keeping my marbles sane you know it does because the thing is too is like especially if you use it the right way yeah right a lot of times people come in here and you know you you it's therapeutic it's not therapy yeah but you got to find a way to make this work for you yeah you know for some people it never does and i completely understand but for some people it's like they find their way you know you're you're 57 years old you realize you know not too long ago like hey you know what this is probably not going to be 
a competitive path for me. No. Um, I'm probably not going to be... I applaud the guys that do it at yeah, my age, and yeah. I'm sure there are a few of them that do it. Of course, but, but I, I applaud you because you found a way to be like, it's consistent, you come yeah. in here, you get better. I was watching you tonight. You were looking smooth, man, attacking yeah, I did like it. You looked smooth. I and that that's tough because your knees are pretty jacked up and you were still able... Well, that's why I'm, I'm always paying attention. I'm like, I wonder if we can do this move because if okay. you can start standing up and doing certain things, right. for me, I'm recognizing like, okay, his technique has gotten to a point now where he can... His mobility's better yeah, because he's not forcing thing. it. You know what really helped me out? I, I, I know I mentioned, mentioned this to you in the past, but if anybody has back issues, God damn, start doing Pilates. It really, really helped me Where out. Where you start stretching it out and all those weird angles. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, it's really, really helped me out. You got to take care of your body, man. No doubt. You have to. No you, doubt. That's why <laughs> anytime someone talks to me, they're like, hey, professor, or even like Steph, she's like, hey, babe, I got a pain here. I got a pain there. Right. This hurts. First thing I say is like, how long have you had it? Four days, five days, a week. Okay. What have you done for it? Right. Nothing. Okay, so don't go. tell me something <laughs> hurts right. if you've done nothing. It's going to keep hurting. Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do? Literally anything. Anything, yeah. Anything. Have you tried massaging it? Have you taken a Tylenol? Mm-hmm. Maybe some ice? Do something. Some. Vic did the same thing. He goes, yeah, bro, my ankle's like feeling like kind of like shit. I was like, what have you done for it? He goes, nothing. I was like, then I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> right. Why are you talking to me about it? Go try to fix it and yeah. then come to me. Or here's a better idea. A fucking doctor. Yeah. Uh, you know, Matt Vic's doctor a, is a real thing. Vic's a tough dude, and I know he uh, he was telling me sometimes he rolls with pain, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that you can't let the little pain though stop you. You know, and I know of a lot of people that kind of like throw the white flag up when they when they don't feel well and and this and that. Just come on. Well, it's it's that uh, find your pace. And, you know, it's and, that scene from uh, the program. Are you hurt or are you oh, injured? Right. That's What's good. the difference? If you're hurt, you can play. Right. If you're injured, you can't. Right. That's it's a like, way yeah, to you got to find it. out, like, does this hurt or am I, like, literally injured? Yeah. Do I have to sit down? Yeah. And you can, you know, some people sit when they should keep going, and then you have the opposite. You have people that keep going. It's like, you need to sit. Are there I'm pre- guilty of that myself more than anyone. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. Perfect example. I always make fun of Matt Broad and say that he uh, he, he almost ended my jujitsu career when he blew right. out my knee. That's That wasn't Matt Broad's fault. I make fun of him for it because I was rolling with him when it yeah, happened. I you mentioned that. But like two days before, I was talking to uh, Don, Donald Rogers, who's mm-hmm. a physical therapist, also first degree black belt under Two Gary. of the coolest guys in the, you know, in the schooling. They're the best. Yeah. They're the best. And I was like, Don, you know, my left knee's not feeling too good, man. And right. he's like, I was like, can you just look at it? So he does all these little tasks. Like he's doing this. He goes, all right. Well, he, goes, he goes, pay attention to this one. He's like, if I pull, like, you know, side to side. Right. He's like, if I pull your right leg side to side, he goes, you see how it doesn't move too much? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's normal. He's like, now look at your left. And it's bending. Oh, He's like, that's not good. <laughs> that's not normal. He's like, now I don't think anything's torn. He goes, but I would rest it for two weeks. Right, right, right. Then come back with the knee brace, take it easy, and then let's see where we're at. Right. And I looked at him, I was like, so just wear a knee brace. He goes, yeah, in two weeks. I was like. All right, so I'll just wrap it and then put on a knee brace and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Good luck with that. <laughs> and I was like, come on, man. You know I'm not going to stop. Like, you told me to take two weeks off? Like, fuck right. out of here. You're not even right. a real doctor yet. You're still in school. So, <laughs> well, so, you're denigrating the guy. Yeah, at that point, I'm like, I'm like, I don't like the advice you gave me, so it means nothing to me you're now. You're a schnook. Get out of here. I was like, you didn't give me the answer I wanted. Get out of here. Get out of here with your snake oil. So... 
two days later. Quack, Hunter. Yeah, dude. Hunter. Like the next day I'm at Tom's, I'm sparring on one leg, right. and <laughs> doing everything I shouldn't be doing. And then uh, I'm training that Monday night. I'll never forget this, man. Like mm-hmm. everything. I don't want to use the term I was in the zone because that's, I've been listening to Relentless by Tim Grover. And okay. He talks about being in the zone. You just posted that in Facebook. Oh, yeah. dude, I love that guy. Really? Like there's there's certain things that just resonate and this it's is he an author or something? Who is this dude? He is a personal trainer to pro athletes. Okay. And he was like Michael Jordan's personal trainer. Oh wow. Okay. Charles Barkley, Dwayne Wade, you know, all those big name guys. Right. And he talks about all about like, you know, being relentless and, and is it a podcast or what is he? No, it's a book. Oh, it's okay. Gotcha. Yeah, he wrote a book called Relentless and another one called Winning. And it's phenomenal and I I recommend it. So he's not saying anything new. But he's saying things in a way where it's like, these are certain things that used to up, like perfect example. You know, when we, I wanted to hit 200 students, 200 was such a big number for me. Right. And when we hit 180, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much so that when we hit 200, I didn't even really get excited. You mentioned that. In like, the I, yeah, like, yeah, like I didn't get excited. Like I started sending it to people like, hey, trying to get some emotion. Right. yeah, yeah. And it's because I was already looking at 250. Yeah. I'm already thinking, oh, 250 is next, next and then 300. So yeah. now I'm already, I, yeah. I went from 180 to 300. <laughs> like, I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it really bothered me. I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong? And I remember having a conversation with Tom. He's like, dude, like, we're never going to be happy. He's yeah. like, if, if we get to the one goal, but don't hit the next one, we're going to focus on the one we didn't hit. Yeah. That He's like, sense. that's just the way we are. And I was like, but that's like, there's something wrong with us. If that's how we are, we can't. So now this guy's like, no, 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 no. He, he talks about you're either a closer, a cooler, or, uh, damn, I can't remember the main one. But it's like the big one. It's a, it's a closer, a cooler. Can't fucking remember. What's a closer? Shot. A closer is someone who will do what needs to be done if someone tells him to do it. Okay. A closer is the guy who's in the locker room running around, pumping himself up, getting all hyped up uh-huh. to do what needs to be done. A cooler is the guy that's getting everybody else hyped up. He doesn't want to take the game-winning shot. He's passing it to someone else. And right, just kind of happy right, for him. Gotcha. And then there's like, you know, that third level. The guy that uh, yeah. calls for the ball. Yeah, that Michael Jordan. Yeah. Man. He's like, these are the types Larry of guys. Larry Bird, those kind of guys, yeah. He brings up Larry Bird. Okay. He's like, these are the guys that. That want to take the shot. and they, you know. they don't even want to take the shot. They don't see another option. Yeah. These are the guys that, you know. They win one championship, they won another one. And I'm thinking about like someone like Tom Brady. They always ask Tom Brady, what's your favorite Super Bowl ring? And he goes, the next one. The next one, yeah. You're always thinking that next. So I'm listening to this guy. He's really, it's just really resonating with me. Um, So I'm really, where were we starting with this? I don't know. Tim Grover. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When we do these uh, podcasts, I always leave the first half hour as just you and me, you know, like kibitzing. Opening up. Yeah, you know, just like uh, shit in the shit. But I have to throw a couple of people some really, really cool props. So just bear with me. The first one is Taylor. Uh, I, you know, I always say that I'm a musician and I've been playing for a long, long time. And I've, uh, I get people asking me to play all the time with me. And I'm usually, I'm very, very jaundiced about it. I'm like, hold on real quick. The third one, a cleaner. Okay. That's the third level. The closer, the cooler and the cleaner. Love it. Cleaners are next level. So as I said with uh, with Taylor, so she, uh, you know, she said she wanted to sing. Came over to my house, 
we played some really really cool songs and she hit it out of the ballpark and she actually has a fantastic voice she she sounds a lot like stevie nicks so taylor bravo that's my uh, my uh, <laughs> my golf clap she uh she actually messaged me that night she's like oh my god just sang with roy but even cooler than that i finally met pookie <laughs> and because now people are excited to meet Pookie, I think right. you even asked someone that. Someone was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I listen to the podcast," and you're like, "Okay, what do I call my wife?" And they're right, like, yeah. uh, "Pookie," and you're That's like, "Holy right. shit, <laughs> you do listen!" <laughs> you're like, "You do listen," and then it's also like, "Wait a minute, people know what I call my wife." Right? Um, I was like, "Oh, Pookie's a character. Like, yeah, she's she straight out of like, yeah, very very cool. She could have been out of a novel. She could have been out of. And she goes, very, very she's cool. like, she is the greatest character yeah. in the world. She's like, I love her, and That's I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Taylor." I'm kind of not surprised that you love the Pookie. Because <laughs> Taylor's very, like, low-key. Yes, yes. Eccentric. Uh-huh. Very yeah. low-key. She's yeah. real. you know, she's got the tattoos. You know, she's got she the. She plays the cool chick very, very well. Very, very, yeah. She's very low-key. Yeah. Whereas Pookie's very, like, open about it. Oh, yeah. But those are the same people, yeah. just different approaches. You yeah. know, like, I tell Steph all the time, I'm like, your mom is just like my mom. Only difference is your mom's very subtle with it. My mom's right. very in the face about <laughs> right it. Like my mom's like, I bought these for the kids, blah, 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 blah. And she's coming in with a million toys. Right. Whereas your mom will just subtly walk in. Yeah. I got the kids a couple things, nothing crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> you got the same amount of shit Mary Lou did. I'm like, you know, you're just, you know, one's approaching it like, Rah! and the other one's like, Rah. yeah, yeah. Two rock stars, different type of music. You know what? That's a great way to put it. And so... But how could you not love the Pooks? <laughs> well, that I'll get to that in a second. In but number two is our good buddy Steve Worthington. Steve uh, brought in some amazing food. He he and I were just talking boxing, talking UFC. And we just I just enjoyed hanging out with him. Yeah, and Steve's Steve love this kid. Steve's very good. With I shouldn't call him a kid. He's he's twenty. He's my age. Old. Yeah, <laughs> we graduated. We went. you're a kid to me. You're like twenty years younger than me. So. You could be my dad. Yeah. You yeah. actually would have been older than my real dad um, when he had me. Is that so? Yeah, wow. my dad was, I don't know how the fuck, I really don't know how old he is. Mm-hmm. I know my mom was 17. Yeah. I think my dad was like 19. Not sure. Mm-hmm. He could have been 30 for all I know. I would have been very proud of you. Oh, thanks, bud. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Still got some ways to go. Still okay. a little rough around the edges. So Stevie came in and uh, we were having a great old time. We had a lot of the guys coming over and we watched the UFC fights and they were fucking fantastic. I mean, every fight had a really, really cool element to it and we were just yelling at the TV and I love doing that sort of thing. I heard Nganu showed some, like, ground game. I no, didn't, I didn't he really watch didn't. I didn't watch. He really didn't. I didn't watch. He did not show a ground game. He showed a takedown game, and then he fucking laid on top of Gane with absolutely zero attempted submissions, zero attempted, like, you know, ground and pound, nothing there. And I'm looking at Gane, and I'm saying, why isn't this guy throwing a butterfly hook in? Uh, you know, and it's easy to say because you're watching it. Right. But, shit, I've been in that situation where I've had big dudes on top of me. Throw in some butterfly hooks and, you know. These are also trained killers. No doubt. Throwing punches at your face. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But I'm just, I was a little disappointed in their, both of their ground games, you know. Well, they're also UFC heavyweights. And they're, yeah. not, they're not really known for being ground guys. They're strikers. That's the thing. They're yeah. strikers. And that's yeah. what you got to say. Like, there's, there's subtle differences. I'll just say this. Gane's going to look at that tape and say, God damn, I had this fight won. And he screwed it up because he didn't have anything. Any ground game. He was, well, you know what, though? I mean. Someone like Francis Ngannou, you're just thinking about not getting hit. Yeah. 
he was, Frank, and then he goes for a takedown. You're like, what? Well, he the what the the obvious strategy was Gane was going to throw these high kicks at him, and sooner or later he's going to underhook the uh, the leg coming at you, and then take the guy down, which mm-hmm. is exactly what he did. He I think he did it in the third round, and uh, you know I'm sure it shocked Gane, but Jesus man, have Get a little ground game, <laughs> something. He had nothing. You'd be surprised, man. Like, you know, especially like like just straight jujitsu guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you watch someone like Damian Maya, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or even uh, Fabricio Verdum, like their jujitsu was so, so next slick. level. Yeah, Nate you Diaz, know? perfect yeah. example. He never give a shit if he went on his back. He was like, yeah, no, great. man, you don't yeah. care. Um, my girl Vanessa Demopoulos got her first UFC win too. Shout out to Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa's she was originally from Ohio and she trained out with us for a while. Um, when I was getting ready for my fight twin match and Tom and all those guys and you know her and I hit it off. She's a really cool chick and she made it to the UFC chasing her dreams. <coughs> and she got her first win. She jumped in Joe Rogan's arms. Oh, that was the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. She, <laughs> she is. I, she blew me away. Yeah. Just I, she was losing the fight. First of all, she was she got rocked badly. Yeah. But she came back and won the fight with an armbar. Armbar. But she is the cutest, you know, person in the world. When she's oh, she was talking with Rogan, and it was just so cute. You just that's smile. her energy all day, every beautiful, day. It's almost beautiful too much. person. It's almost too yeah, much. It looks like, it like Vanessa. Be. Shut up. <laughs> but it, I mean, that's who she is, man. She's great. Always There's a girl from street. Montgomery that just made the uh, uh, UFC. She's fighting um She's like a main card now. I she's uh, the girl she's fighting is named McKenna, and I don't know her name. But where's she trained? I have no idea. I'll find She's out. She's from here? Literally from Montgomery. Yeah. I got to Google this now. Yeah. I got to figure we'll check this it out, out afterwards. Uh, so, yeah. The, so, anyway, the third person is my wife, Pookie. I mean, we celebrated our 35th anniversary. Happy anniversary. Wow. 35 it's, years. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. You've and, been married almost as long as I've been alive. I know. Is that crazy? Like my whole life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever do anything 35 years in a row except breathe. Dude, I don't... See, yeah. I don't plan on doing anything longer than 35 minutes <laughs> right <laughs> all right so 35 30 35 years is crazy and um you know you know how i don't like to say the word shout out but i i really i love her to shout death out. and i really uh shout out to the pooks yeah, yeah yeah god bless her for putting up with your ass for 35 years are you kidding me and she was older too so she had to yeah, deal with like a young immature roy yeah that's exactly what it was how come we're not making this kind of money you know, she was she was engaged to a doctor, and then she hooks up with me for yeah. Christ's sake. So like you realize, I just got the right to vote two years ago. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if you want me to tell the meeting. You know, when I met her, but everyone seems to love that story. I think but you got it. I think the time is I've right the door. to share that story now. Right. Before we begin, yes, we got we got to preface. This was thirty five years ago, so nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Right? Better, 1986, 1985, 80, yeah. even better. 1985. If if you were to do this today, you'd be canceled. Yeah, I would, and, be, I would have if, been arrested. Yeah, and if no you doubt. weren't married to her for 35 years, she could have come out of the woodworks and be like yeah. the co-host of that podcast, <laughs> assaulted <laughs> He's me. He's a fucking freak, yeah. But you were what, Definitely 19, me 20 years old? I was uh, 21 years old, and I was going to school, but and I really wanted to go on vacation. Where were you going to school? Uh, a place called Wilkes College, Wilkes okay. University in Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania. It's literally. I like, know Wilkes. You do? Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's right. You went to, you know, small schools. Um, g- good school, fine. Freezing in the fucking 
winters. But yeah. very, very happy to it's be not there. Not that far from. How far is it from Scranton? Uh, uh, probably about forty-five minutes to an yeah, hour. Like, Scranton yeah. was a good school, uh, University of Scranton. Mm. Good basketball. I'm familiar with Scranton. But anyway, so I'm at Wilkes, and I'm kind of like uh, I didn't have any money, so my dad used to give me two hundred dollars a month, and that was it. So <laughs> once a lot I, of money back then. I guess so, but it's like you know you order the pizza in, and you know this paid for my books and all this stuff. I really mm. didn't have money, much money. So, uh, anyway, I took a second job or I took a job working at the gap and, uh, Oh yeah. I can still yeah. see you working at the Oh, gap. I was a total gap guy. Yeah. <laughs> the like moccasins, the jeans, the button right. down. And I, you know, I had a good look back then. I looked like I was a member of Duran Duran and, uh, <laughs> Duran Duran is a very popular band from the eighties <laughs> for those young <laughs> listeners who don't know what we're talking about. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Where's, Duran Duran is British, right? Yeah. All right. So some of our UK yeah. fans, they know what there we're talking go, about. Brother. Some I was, Duran I Duran. really looked like I was. Shout out to Wham. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up. Uh, I'm never going to dance again. Oh, yeah. The there you go, man. That song still gets me. George Michael. Careless Whisper. Awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. That's right. Working at the Gap. So I'm working at the Gap. Had the look, the whole thing. But here was the thing. A lot of the people that would walk in there, a lot of the girls... Um, they were, you know, I hate to say it. I mean, Wilkes-Barre is a, is a blue collar town, not the best looking people there. Um, it's not a very busy town either. Not a very busy town. Um, I'm not going to bust on it because I really enjoyed myself there and there are yeah. a lot of really good people there, but the it's girls. It's a small town. It's limited. But the girls were like, whew. Uh, <laughs> not that, <laughs> not that good looking. Yeah. So I used to say to the manager there, do not give my phone number out to any anybody any unless I approve. Ladies. And I wasn't being a dick about it. I just didn't want any hassles with it. Because there, there are some guys that would have fucking kicked my ass. Too, well, so I was going to say, like, you're in a town like Wilkes Bar. Like, yeah. It, their it, brothers are going to come back, beat the you. shit out of you. Kind of, yeah. Throw you in a fucking pickup truck. <laughs> There's a bit of that going it's, on. It's, oh, I'm aware. I'm aware, Roy. <laughs> okay. My fucking brown ass knows exactly where I'm at at all times. <laughs> Dude, uh, Listen, I was stuck in West Virginia one time. My friends were like, I love it here. I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Exactly. I'm like, you guys are comfortable because you're very white. White. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't wear certain clothing there. Like, you can't look like you're too happening, too fashion forward in that town. Especially back then. Yeah. Times have changed a little bit. I hope so. I hope so. It was was pretty rough back then. So anyway, long story short is that I'm at the the Gap, and my wife, or my, my, this woman walks in. This young woman walks in. She wasn't even a young woman. She wasn't she even was, young. She, she was, was a woman. 30 years old. Cougar. Really big time cougar. Cougar. The prettiest woman I have ever seen. Prettiest She woman. was hungry like the wolf. Yeah, there was a bit of that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this girl goes up to help her. And just as the girl got to my, you know, my wife or soon to be wife, uh, I grabbed her by the shoulder and I said, this one's mine. <laughs> and... You're like, God, I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting. <laughs> and it was such a, a moment where I'm just like, you are, like in my mind, the prettiest woman I've ever seen in my life. Done. She just, yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. Thank you. It was boom, like, boom, little Berlin. Like the saxophone music's playing. I love how this episode just turned to like, name that tune. <laughs> right. People are like, what fucking song is that? <laughs> We're going to, people are going to lose Careless Whisper by Wayne. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I was doing Take My Breath Away by Berlin okay. as feature on the That's Top Gun soundtrack. That's a good one. Um, 
So we just start chit-chatting and we're, you know, she's into me, I'm into her, and we're just completely flirting with each other. And she's like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm 26, 27, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wait a minute, I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah. I didn't know you lied about your age. Yeah. Yeah, because being 26. <laughs> yeah, she, there was no way I thought I'd have a shot with someone like this right. if I was a junior in college. So you're like, let me tell that I'm almost 30 and I'm yeah. looking at the gap. And I'm not even the fucking manager, I'm just exactly. a dude. Not even, like That's going to make me look so much cooler. <laughs> Nothing against you if you're working at the gap. Well, I always have this uh, line, if you're in your 30s and you're still at a job where it requires a name tag, tag, you've made a serious career mistake. Have you had to wear a name tag recently ever? Like a, hello, my name is Roy? Just at my reunion. That was the last time. Yeah, I don't put my name on shit. I always put random ass names. (laughs) You have a go-to name? like (laughs) I usually just like put like Like Joe. Jimmy or Joe. Joe. (laughs) Juan. Just something real shit, just to like. Okay. I I love when people assume that I'm someone else and I just fucking yeah, lie. Like right. I I I, I want to hear this story. Let's get back to the story. Okay. So we're really really going after each other as far as just the flirting, and it was really really steamy. It it, it got to that level. So she's like, okay, well, what? I can, you're like over here like breathing. If he, I yeah. wish we could record this because like you're like your chest is puffing out. Yeah, like man. you're like squirming. This like yo, really... you're back there. Okay. But, so let me ask you this: like when you've seen a gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. In your life, I don't see any gorgeous women now, Roy. The only gorgeous woman I see is my I wife. I get it. I get it. That's it. But if but I did, when you did, you know, in your past, and you know, and you think you're doing well with them, you're like, I got a shot here. I I might have a shot here. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't want to fuck it up. I just don't want to say anything that that's stupid or anything like that. But there's something inside of me back then i was just a, a cocky motherfucker like i am now yeah so, piss and vinegar baby totally man. young dumb and full of balls baby. that's it you don't even you don't know what you don't know that's the thing it's like i got this i got yeah. this i'm gonna bring all confidence throwing shit to the wind i don't care breathing through my balls as i always say so at any rate uh she's like what uh what what jeans should i get and i'm like i think you should check these out and this and that and uh so she goes into the the changing room. That's that's very like subliminal too. Yeah, because she's asking you what pants yeah. should I wear. Yeah, and you're like put these on. Exactly. So in a weird I'm way, you. in a weird way, like she's getting in your pants. And it, yeah, psychologically, you're, you're dressing her and undressing her. Yeah, it's a very like psychological thing. I think you know. I think women love that. You know, I don't mean to overstep my psychology. How yet. dare you assume what Bonafides. women like? Right, exactly. How dare you assume I that? I think women want a strong man. What do you so know what you women go. like? You've been with the same one for 35 years. You don't know shit. <laughs> you were they still drink, want a you strong were still, man. Yeah, you were drinking Zimas the last time you talked anybody, to them. If anybody is a simp or a cock or whatever you want to call it that they call it these days, stop it. You're Some guys man. are into that though, man. I, like, know. I don't Stop know. it. You're a man. Come on. Ah, that's not for me. <laughs> Continue. Anyway. All right. So now so you, she you comes out of the uh, she comes out and she goes, What do you think of these? So I'm like, they're really, really cool. And I take my hand and I put it down her the front of her pants. Oh boy. And I grab her belt line with my hand in her pants. I you know, I could literally feel, you know, the top of the. Uh, yeah, we got it. Okay. We got it, Roy. And we I got it. Pull them in and out, and I go, "Boy, you're really thin." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if anyone wants to use that technique, go for it. Don't do that. Don't use that technique in 2022. <laughs> you are going to jail, and it will come out in 10 years when you're trying to That's get a job. Exactly. Right. You're like, I'll tell you why that guy shouldn't host Jeopardy. 
in right. 2022. Right. <laughs> in 1994, look at what he wrote in his high school yearbook. It's so like, there oh, it is, God. man. I, I, boy, you're really, really thin. So she ends up buying the pants that I suggested, mm-hmm. and I thought that was the end of it. You know, I thought that was, okay, you know, you walk out of my life, that's cool. You know, I didn't ask for the phone number because I thought she was so far out of my league that I just wasn't going to do it. So about a week later, I get a phone call at my dorm. And I'm, now, how who, how did she get your number? There we go. There we go. So, she, yeah, as you know, my wife has a very distinctive voice. It's very, oh, yes. very sexy voice. It's very like, yeah, like her voice. She left a voicemail one time, yeah. and I like listened to it in front of Steph, and like Steph woke up from her sleep and was like, <laughs> "Who the fuck is that?" And I was like, "That's that's fucking Pookie." She's like, "What?" I was like, "Roy's wife." She's like. That's Roy's wife. I was like, yeah. I know. Yeah, even she's like, at this age, she uh, still has. She that was like, sexy good voice. for Roy. Yeah, it's like, hi, professor. <laughs> That's exactly what it it's is. It's Roy's birthday. She doesn't even put. I, I don't even know if it's. Uh, it is real. That is definitely her real voice. Like she'll throw that voice at me a lot of times, but I, you know, you could have made a lot of money with that voice, man. Big time. A lot. Yeah. yeah. People don't think it's real. I've told people about her voice. They're like <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, oh, it's real. Yeah. She we gotta get her on really, here. Really cool voice. Be like, so, and now you are tapping in. People are like, oh, God, I just listened for the intro with Pookie. Tapping in with Professor Roy. Uh, Pookie, Roy's a purple belt. I don't care. He teaches me so many things. Like, oh, my God, what is happening here? Yeah, she's very, very, uh, she plays the the sex kitten role very, very well. So, so I get a phone, I'm at the dorm, okay? I don't even know what I was doing. I think I just somebody said, "Hey, Roy, you got uh, you." Got you were literally call? probably just scratching your balls, doing nothing because you're a 21 year old college kid. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, probably listening to Duran Duran or whatever the fuck I was yeah. doing. Duran Duran just came not... back from the cafeteria. Who the fuck yeah. knows? Planning on how you were going to get late. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I get on the phone and she's like, "Do you know who this is?" And I said, "Yeah, I do." And I'm a little surprised I'm getting this phone call. <laughs> I go, holy shit. And Roy's she, blushing right now. You yeah. guys can't see it. He is blushing big right time, now. Big time. It was a great, great, great meat story. So uh, I said, how'd you get this number? She goes, oh, that was easy. I just called up your uh, the Gap and I said, I'm your girlfriend. And I forgot, you know, your number. And this is, these were the days without cell phones yeah. and all that shit. It's you like, had to really go digging and no I, Facebook. Yeah. You had to no, like, do some work. <laughs> there's no way to stalk me. So she had to go to the yellow pages. She went to no, find she went the, the gap. Oh, she went said, there. Yeah, I'm I'm his girlfriend. And I lost his number. And I lost his number because we just started dating. Yeah. And the, and the schmucks there are like, oh, here's the number. Amazing. <laughs> that was it. So the cool part about it was that after we started, like, we had, I mean, God damn, we had about probably two or three straight months of just heavy duty phone conversations. Wait a minute. A long, wait a minute. Long You're, time. You left something out of that. Okay. In that first conversation, she said something very specific to you. <laughs> Do you remember what, cause I remember what you told me. She what said, was that? What was that? Where she was like, I don't know if I want to slap you. Oh, shit, yes. you're right. You're that was right. the That's my favorite part yeah. of that story. Oh, shit. So, well, she says that in retrospect now when I when I do tell the story because it's always like, uh, she always says, God damn, when you put your hand down my pants, I didn't know whether to slap you or fuck you right there. Oh, so. my God. And you're like, a little bit of both, mama. Exactly. Daddy's a naughty boy. <laughs> Daddy. I was a fucking kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, oh stepmom yeah that's exactly what it was i'm like do i really like in my head i'm like do i really have a shot at this now this is unbelievable and here we are right 35 years later she lived in this beautiful apartment in philadelphia 
right across from the art museum. Really, like like the whole sort of like, almost like a Sex in the City kind of thing. Just okay. like, I'm some fucking schnook kid from like Podunk, Parsippany, New Jersey, and I'm fucking a real cool yeah. city chick like who's that, like that's gorgeous. A, that's a lifestyle change because you were so young. Big time. And not only that, it's like, if I found out my son was doing that now, you know, like having sex with a, with a woman 10 years older than him and, and, and just like going to fucking Philadelphia, downtown Philly. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? You know, but so you don't even know what you're getting yourself. Involved that's the in. thing. You have no idea it, who the fuck knew what it was, but I just knew that I had to have keep sex doing with it. this woman oh, God, here we every go. weekend. I, it, it was just like, and then uh, finally I had to introduce her to my parents and, and all this other stuff. And my dad was none too happy. You know, why is his kid getting married at that? Or like considering moving to Philadelphia. I wanted to be a musician. So I was, I moved to Philadelphia at that point and we just stayed together. 35 years. It was years. all about lust at first and we had a great time with that. And then it became love and then we had a kid and we're still together and all Here that good are. stuff. Yeah. And I, I love her to death. Amazing. Very, very cool chick. I love that story. Thank you, brother. It's I, one of my I faves. appreciate you allowing me to tell that story. I do. I think it's a great story. Well, because, and here's why. Because there's so many parts of that story that are like cautionary tales. Like yeah. You said, like, you, you'd be like, don't do that. Like, looking back, you're like, man, like, what was I thinking? Yeah. That might not have been the best decision. <laughs> yeah. But you found a way to traverse those waters. Yeah. And there were, I'm sure there were definitely learning curves. And there was probably situations where you had to get, you had to grow up faster Big and time. she probably had to get more patient and you start learning yeah. each other because it's like, all right, just like any relationship, you were talking about like the lust and all that. Listen, if you're young and you're listening to this and you get that shit's going to fade. Yeah. It fades quickly. Big time. Uh, and you start realizing like, do I actually like this person? Yeah. We talked about that. It's That's like, right. I love you, but do I like you? Yeah. Because you're going to go through that. And you went through it as a very young man. And you yeah. are, here you are 35 years later. There were times. With man, the pookster. I always say that like, cause <clears throat> there was a long time I didn't have money. And there were like a lot of Saturday nights for like ripping apart the couch to find change so I can watch a fucking blockbuster video for $1.99. And, you know, there were a lot of nights like that. Or like I'm 25, 26 years old. I'm like, damn, all my friends are out partying and I'm home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm married. I'm married. Yeah, and we didn't have kids, but I still, I've never messed around with my wife, thank God. And uh, it, it's just, wow. Big, 35 big, years. Big, it's a big lot of learning. Growing up. Yeah, it really, really was. But that's why I think, like, also, like, when we talk, like, you were asking earlier in this episode, like, you know, I hope people, you know, we share all these stories. And it's like, yeah, but, like, even stories like that, man, like, like you make it very obvious. Because like, you talk about where you're at in life now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're also very honest and you know, humble yeah. in the fact where it's like, it wasn't always like that. Like, Holy shit, man. No like you, you said it before. You're like, I wasn't until like your mid thirties, almost 40 <clears throat> when it started to be like, Oh shit. Yeah. I got money. Now. I can actually rub two nickels together. <laughs> like, Holy fuck. <laughs> like remember, going, going to the movies isn't going to bankrupt us. Yeah. I mean, I remember like my, when you're in Philadelphia, anybody that lives in Philly knows that like the parking situation there is fucking ridiculous. Shithole. It really is. I love Philly. And but. all the fucking parking garages have the same exact parking sign. And like, <laughs> yeah. dude, one of mine is the biggest fights was because I forgot where we parked in Philly. <laughs> and we had to walk around in the cold uh-huh. for like an hour and a half. Oh, God. And it was like Valentine's Day. And it was it was horrible. Like we yeah. literally got to got home and we're like not talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, that, that, 
Philly is just weird with their parking. So at any rate, my, I had racked up like $700 in parking uh, tickets. Jesus. And they towed my car. I was maybe a month into living there. And I'm like, holy shit. So I called <laughs> a month my, into they towed your car. Yeah, so I called up That's my, bad. I know, I know. That's fucking I know. <laughs> so I called up my dad. I go, dad, uh, the only way they're going to release my car is if I give them 300 bucks, half of what I owe them or 350 bucks. And he's like, hey, Roy, you made your uh, your bed. You got to sleep in it. Mm-hmm. And God, was I pissed off at him. I mean, I didn't really get along with him to begin with, but God, that fucking angered the shit out of me. And at any rate, so. Uh, Looking back, are you kind of like, I get it? Or are you like, motherfucker, you should just give me the 350? It's a tough one. It's a really tough one because if, if Jason did that to me, you know, and really, really went against what I wanted him to kind of do in life. And, you know, I paid for his college, the whole deal. And suddenly he's like moving away and then he gets married. And I'm like, boy, I'd be, yeah, here's your, here's your money, but this is it. Yeah. That kind of thing. It's like, this is what I fucking told you about. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't, <clears throat> we eloped. We didn't even get married in, in, a, in a real place. You know, we didn't have a wedding or anything like that. We just eloped. So he was really pissed off about that whole thing. And uh, yeah. you know, my brothers always say, you weren't there the night you got, <laughs> you told dad that uh, he was so mad at you, you know? And I'm just. Yeah. At the time, you don't get it. Then you get old and you're like, I get it, man. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And listen, it turned out for the, it turned out great. It did, it did. But it's the old story. you don't story, know yeah. that, man. Yeah. Because yeah. unfortunately, you guys are like the exception. Yeah, big time. It doesn't always work that way. Yeah. It doesn't always work that way. Like, you know, I I don't want to kind of nose into your situation, but it sounds like you had a real nice sort of dating thing go on and a really, really nice, it, it, let's say this, it was a it was a mature meeting with Stephanie and a mature conversation on things. Well, let's we're going to peel back the current. We're going to get very real about this, Roy. Please do. So where you were very young... And we did have a topic tonight, but maybe we'll talk about this tonight. We'll just talk <laughs> I about. I don't even know what this topic is. You know what we're talking is about? Rela- regrets. You know I mean, what? What is we're, it? We're talking about relationships. Relationships. Yeah. And you know, sometimes things come when you least expect it. Yeah. Right. Like you didn't expect to meet Pookie at the fucking Gap. No. So certainly didn't expect to get <clears> laid <throat> by her. So. No, dude, <laughs> that's always the perk. Um, Seriously. So this is the God honest truth. When Steph and I met. Uh, I had a serious on again, off again girlfriend for about four years and she was, you know, she was not a good person. Yeah. Just everything that made me, me, she didn't like. So it's kind of like we started dating and then it was like, you know, why do you always have to be the center of attention? Why do you have to tell all these stories? Why do you have to train to change you? Very much so. Yeah. And you know, we were together for a year, then we broke up for two months, then we were together for like six months, broke up for four months. You know, you're together shorter and shorter and you're broken up more and yeah, more. Yeah. And, you know, you need that relationship early on. I'm a firm believer in that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure one day Benny's going to have a girlfriend who's going to be a total piece of shit. But you need that. Yeah. I just hope he eventually breaks up with her because that's how you learn. Like, I'll never put up with this again. Right. Hopefully yeah. you learn from that mistake. So, you know, we broke up and, you know, it was a phenomenal breakup. What I said on the phone was amazing. <laughs> Some mic drop moment. I'm not going to say in case she hears me, she'll fucking call a lawyer and sue my ass. But anyway, it was great. I, I, I made a reference between her and her mother. 
Okay. Which is always the ultimate, like, boom. Yeah. It was great. That's usually what they throw at you. You're just yeah. like your mother. You're I was just like, like, keep like it up. You're going to end up just like your mom. And I said some other things, and she was like, what? What? <laughs> you could see the fireworks from the oh, distance. It was fucking great. <laughs> it made me so happy. Um, so I was just not in a place where I was looking to date or looking for anything. I was very, I was having a lot of fun being single. Yeah. And I know you were training and working at the uh, restaurant. I was doing a lot in here and it was tough because I really wanted to pursue it. And that's one of the things that she didn't understand. Did you she was trying, yeah, she yeah. was trying to get me, you know, you need to get a full-time job. You need right. to do this, yeah, yeah, you need yeah, to do yeah. that. Get your life together. Do you guys, I remember I was very upset one weekend because I did not have a good performance at a tournament. Mm-hmm. And oh, dude, she always wanted to go out on the weekends and go to bars. And I'm not right. a big drinker. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she's like from like, you know, down the shore and all okay. that, very like active down there. Pretty girl. Yeah, fucking. She was rotten on the inside. So, yeah, it, it totally it st- takes away from stained it. the looks. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we uh, we're walking into this one place and I'm just not in a fucking good mood. I just mm. had a horrible day yesterday and right. I'm training a lot. And she's like, oh, are you going to be in a bad mood all night? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just not in a fucking good mood. I'm just got a lot of money. She goes, you know, I get that you like it, but you can't get that upset about a hobby. She's like, it's a hobby. Yeah. And as soon as she said that, I was like, you don't get, you don't understand what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You don't get this. Right. You don't, which means you don't understand me. Right. Like you don't know who I am. Right. And, and this is just, four years in. Yeah. This wow. is, this is towards the end. So I was just like, I'm not dating. I want nothing to do with it. Right. And I was having a lot of fun being 24, 25, single and training and, you yeah. know, it was good times. Dude, I look at some of the guys in our class the same way. It's just like, how lucky are you? You're training. You're not married. You don't have the mortgage. You don't have the kids. Just fucking oh, dude. enjoy it. My mom has a picture of me in the penthouse, a.k.a. Right. her attic. Her attic, right. <laughs> and I'll never forget when this picture was taken. It was like a Thursday night. Right. I trained MMA in the morning, came home, took a nap, right. woke up, went to Brunswick, coached all night, trained, came home. This is how I knew I had to get my ass out of the house. I would pour myself a glass of wine uh-huh. and play UFC on the Xbox. There you go. And my and like my mom's got a picture of that. And I'm like, man, why the fuck did I ever leave? Exactly. Like, what was I doing? Like, dinner was cooked. <laughs> like, that was crazy. Rent was free. I had a, mm-hmm. I basically had an apartment upstairs. Right. So that's where I was in my life. My wife was actually engaged, mm. like dress picked out, venue picked out, mm-hmm. and she was engaged to a degenerate gambler. Uh. So, and this is this is a phenomenal story. And I always tell her, I'm like, you know, for as sweet and as nice as you are, I don't think people, I think people underestimate how strong you are. Yeah, because she's engaged. She's like, you know, a couple months away from the wedding, probably longer. She'd be like, I was like a year and a half away, Miguel. But whatever. She doesn't call me Miguel. When she does, I'm in trouble. I'm like, I'm not coming home tonight. She's like, Miguel? Nope. Miguel Benitez? That's Juliana. So she had seen that he had been spending some money and was lying about some of the money that he had and all types of shit. And she told her like girlfriend, she's like, I'm, I'm ending it. And some of her girlfriends were like, no, 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 no. Like, you can fix him. You can, yeah, you can work yeah, this yeah. out. And she's like, I don't so want to like this guy. I don't think they like the guy. They're just kind of like, you're a girl. You're engaged. Why would you yeah, end why it? Would, don't mess with that. Why would you fuck this up? Like, yeah. you're about to be married. Right. Like, that's the goal, right? Let's yeah. get married. Yeah, is. yeah. Trick one of them to put a ring on it. <laughs> I get it. I really do. But she was willing to walk away. How old was she at this point? 25, 26. Okay. All right. So 
she was going through that mm-hmm. and she ends it. And then she had, you know, she was kind of going through that whole thing and trying to figure like, just figure herself out a little bit more. You right. know, you get out right. of a long relationship. You're like, who the fuck am I? What do I like? What don't I like? Absolutely. What am I willing to put up with? It's very emotionally taxing. Sure. And for her, like, you know, she had a wedding dress in a venue. Wow. And then we met at KC prime restaurant. I was her waiter, which I normally always left. I hated fucking working. Right, right. And I was always like, listen, if you're going to send anyone home, send me home or, you know, cut someone, cut me. Let me go home. Right. But I was like, you know what? New year, new me. It's New Year's Eve. I'm going to turn over a new leaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, they were going to send me home. And I was like, now nah, you know what? I'll stay. I'll make some money. And she sat in my section with her two friends. And my manager, who's now uh, Benny's godmother, oh, Barry, wow. Barry. Um, was like, hey, you better treat those three girls nice. Those are my three best friends. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, the one with the curly hair is cute. And she was like, oh, my God, Stephanie, that's the only single one. And I was like, how is she single? <laughs> I was like, she's the prettiest one at that table. How is she single? Right. That's why it's always cool when Steph's like, there's never like a, so which one of my friends do you think is the prettiest? It's like, I think you're the prettiest one. Exactly. I literally had a situation where and I met all three of you. I said it back then. I said it back then. I say it now. witnesses too. Witnesses. So now, you know, she doesn't think she did this, but I know she did. Um, I still wear very tight pants. There's a reason for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not leaving any secrets. Um, and at the time, I was very young, and I wanted to wait tables and make money, and I just kind of gave right. a little bit of a show. Yeah. To me, it was no different than girls at Hooters wearing cleavage, Absolutely. showing their cleavage. I'm like, hey, yeah. why not? You know, Let's yeah. use what we got. Uh, and she... I didn't realize how tall she was because I always liked dating taller girls. Like, right. like if you were in heels, I wanted you to be taller than me. Right. Because I didn't, I didn't, wasn't attracted to taller women. I just wanted to breed big children. <laughs> so I would see these girls. And I'm like, all right, we could have six foot four tall children. Right. You know, that's you know, we could have potential first round draft picks. Like, I'm trying to. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm trying to marry for breeding purposes. Right. Uh, but she's like, she's like leaning on the table in a way where it's just, you know, her boobs are on the table. Yes. Yeah, I and I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, those are phenomenal. And she has, you know, my wife has very pouty lips and she's got yeah, nice yeah. eyes, very, pretty woman. very, you know, curly hair. Very and I was just woman. like, holy shit. I was like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, she ordered the California chicken wrap. Uh, oh, you still remember? Yeah. <laughs> no so french funny. fries, sub fruit. I was like, yeah, I got to, mom. I'll bring you some fruit. Um, which, by the way, horrible because they put sugar in the fruit. So you're oh, like, right. it's healthy. Like, no, it's not. You're eating candy. It's all fructose but anyway. anyway. Oh, yeah, so. but the California wrap's fucking delicious. Um, What's in a California wrap? I got to know. It's it's chicken and broccoli with mozzarella cheese. Or so with uh, broccoli in there? Yeah, it's chicken, broccoli, and like uh, cheese, cheddar cheese inside of a wrap. And mushrooms, sauteed mushrooms. I haven't eaten a damn thing all day. I'm fucking hungry. It's delicious. <laughs> I had steak and eggs this morning. I took the beans out for dinner last night. I couldn't eat my steak all night, so I just saved it. Made it with eggs this morning. It was phenomenal. So I'm good, good to go, but I'm getting there. <laughs> okay, go back to your back to the so restaurant. We're back to the restaurant. I drop off the receipt and I'm like, all right, thanks a lot, ladies. Have a great night. I was like, I was like, how are you guys friends with Barry? And they're like, oh my God, she's our best friend. I was like, yeah. I don't know if that says a lot about you or <laughs> what's about her. I was, you know, I was a ball buster. Yeah. Uh, and Barry, that's why I always like, we always like, because Barry and I have our own like little relationship, like we're, you know, ups and downs and stuff. Right. And like Steph is like, you know, it's just weird for me to understand that you had a relationship with Barry for like five yeah, years before we met. Yeah, yeah. Cause like that's her best friend. And it's like, you realize like I was friends with her before I met yeah. you. So we kind of just stay out of each other. Cause Barry and I go at it all the time. You know, we, right. we butt heads. We either like really love each other or I'm going to like strangle this is the her to about death. The politics, right? Uh, kind of sort of, she had like some COVID fears and you know, whatever, okay. but okay. you know, she's my son's godmother. So clearly sure. I care about her enough. Um, and she's Jewish. 
Yeah. So, you know, my son's godmother is Jewish, you know, in church. We told the, the pastor, we're like, listen, like, you know, we think that it's about someone who's going to give spiritual guidance. It Beautiful. doesn't have to be someone who's Christian. It's just mm-hmm. someone who's following the path. He's like, we agree. You know, my wife and I go to a Lutheran church. Go with God. No. Well, we go to a Lutheran church. I call okay. it, it's like, you know, it's like diet Catholicism. You know, it's like all the flavor. It's the off ramp. Yeah, all the flavor and none of the sugar. It's I like, gotcha. you know, it's like, all right. It's, 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 it's nice. <laughs> you know, you can show up. That's like the Jewish people I know that have Christmas trees. I go, okay, I get it. You're you're, you're on the off ramp now. You're, yeah, you you're know, heading like, off. Uh, yeah, I can show up in like, I can show up in khaki pants in a Starbucks and no one's going to judge me. Right. Sit in the back, you know, give me my wafer, give me my wine, see you later. Gracias, Pastor. Um, I don't have to confess any sins or do. Come on, come on. I'll press for time here, Padre. Christianity light. Yeah, I got it. It's like, listen, I'll, I'll give. I'll, I'll dedicate a and, lot more time. Which is weird because you came out of the the Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses. Witness. Like, yeah, that's the real deal. That's hardcore, man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's very, yeah. very, very involved. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And now you're you're you've steered the car completely into yeah. the off ramp. Well, it's it's funny because with COVID, we haven't been able to really go that much, and everything's kind of weird. But we made a, we set the date. We are okay. officially going back on my favorite day, Palm Sunday, baby. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. So we're That's waiting awesome. for all this to clear up, just so we can get there and you know good make stuff. sure everything's good to go. Plus, yeah. like with two kids, it's hard, man. I'm sure. Now it's a little bit better because like they're older and they can sit. Mm-hmm. But so <clears throat> I drop off the check, I go pick up the check, and they beeline it out of there. Okay. And she wrote, uh, "I think you're cute. Call me." Oh no! She put her number on. That's it. great. Roy, I'm not one to play around. I don't do the games. Wait yeah. a day. Wait. Two. Well, you're. I mean, that's the one thing that I think a lot of guys in their mid twenties they're just <clears throat> not sexually mature. In other words, they don't know how to handle women. They don't know how. And and this is both sides. Women need to be somewhat sexually mature as well. They don't know how. To, they know how to handle guys. So I mean, you were a lot better than me. I mean, I, I was just. I don't think it was a sexual maturity. I just think I've always been one of those people where if I want something, we're going to go for it now. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to succeed or fail, it's going to be now. I'm not okay. going to let this linger. So I texted her. I was like, hey, I think you're cute too. Let's get together. Right. And she's like, okay, so we made plans for that Sunday. Right. Um, now, the next day was New Year's Day 2011. Very tumultuous day for me. Um, I woke up to a phone call that one of my friends had had a little bit too much fun the night before right. and uh, was now in an ambulance being oh, rushed God. to the hospital. Jeez. Yeah, like heart stopped. It Holy was a mess. Shit. That's how I started my New Year's at 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm. I did not go out that night. Like my sister picked me up from the restaurant. Like we heard the ball drop on the radio, and oh, then my sister—I uh, don't think he listens. Fuck, I'm gonna say it. my sister was like talking to a guy at the time that was really into like video games. Okay, and she was like trying to get into video games, but she sucks at video games. <laughs> so I spent the whole night. So she's just trying to be uh, into his hobby so hard. Like she it. asked for a PlayStation for Christmas, <laughs> and then like she eventually like didn't. Yeah, then she like I need to practice. Well, then eventually she's like, "Wow, I don't even really like this guy." Like they took, like, they went on like. By the time she wow. went on a date with him, she's like, "This was a waste." I was like, "Well, looks like I got a PS4." Um, so I'm like playing these video games. She's like, "How are you beating these levels so easy?" I'm like, "Cause I've been playing video games since I was five. Right. You've been a girl. Like th- yeah. th- this is easy." So I spent the whole night with my sister playing video games, and like I said, I was single, so there were girls like you know texting me or calling me. And I was ignoring them. Right, and they were right. yelling at me and my, 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 you only call me from this. I was like, oh God. Like at one point I literally just put the phone down on speaker and muted it so that my sister could hear it. Holy shit. And she was like, what do you do to these girls? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, now we've had a lot yeah. of X-rated conversations yeah. and you are much more <clears throat> advanced along those lines than I am. But- I think it's just because I was, I was raised by young people. Yeah, but. 
You know, I, like when I'm like, you know, you eight. understand women a lot better than I do. Well, I grew up with all women. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you know, I had a little bit of an advantage. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's much easier to become an NFL linebacker if your dad played in the NFL. I, I great, you know? great analogy. And it Absolutely. wasn't just it wasn't just my mom. You know, your mom yeah. is, you know, what's that line from uh, the movie The Crow? It's like mother is the name of God. Mother is the name for God on the lips of children. Oh, wow. Okay. So when you think about your mom, like that's that's the holy image. Well, I had my mom and my two aunts. Well, and my grandma yeah, and my sister. So I'm getting estrogen. Oh, your... and they're all completely different women. And <laughs> oh, I'm shit. I'm learning everything. And I was all testosterone. Everybody in my family is a guy except my mom. And I, I never sort of dealt with women. I never dealt with their Dude, those attitudes. And, and listen, and I had I had to navigate rough <laughs> waters. I lived in a house with five women, four grown women, and my little sister. You do the math. Oh, I know. Every week. Yeah. Someone, it was someone's There's always week. drama. And I'm like, all right, who am I avoiding this week? <laughs> and I'd have to look for tells, and then they all start syncing up, and there'd be like that one random Sunday where like every all the, all the planets aligned, all the and I was planet. like, oh my God, today's the day for me to stay in my room and do nothing. But, it's so funny. When I was growing up, it was like anytime my mom showed any kind of emotion, we'd all be like, ma, cut it out. You know, just stop it. And my dad would be like, shut up. Yeah, you know, like, he knew. I, he just didn't want to hear of it. No, I mean, it, it's it's, just... it's brutal. That's when I got like when I so so I'm dealing with that, and then you know I hung out. We hung out on Sunday, and we hang out that Sunday, and I wasn't in it. So at the time, anytime I took a young woman out on a date, okay, we would go to Elements of Asia in Lawrenceville. It was a sushi spot. Okay, take my some sushi. Always use my chopsticks. Is that, the, the, is that right by the <clears throat> on ramp to a ninety five? Because Lawrenceville is really nice. On ramp to Route 1 on okay. Quaker Bridge Road. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a different yep. area. Okay. So, you know, that was... There know, used to be a crab place over there, too. That place is... They can't even sell Joe's, Joe's Crab Joe's Shack. Crab, yeah. Before that, it was a ground round. Right. It's been everything. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, I would take you know I'd take these ladies out. We'd have some sushi. Mm-hmm. I'd right, use chopsticks. Right. Very mature. Right. Really selling it. Show yourself off. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and I was spending money I didn't have. So... <laughs> Like one week was bad. Like one week I went like two or three times, and like the hostess was like, "Hello," and I was like, "Don't you say a fucking word." Um, you know that was that was my thing. I had a lot of I'm surprised I didn't get like tuna poisoning or anything, mercury poisoning. I was eating so much goddamn raw fish. I love so, sushi. Oh my god, so, uh, I love sushi. But then there's Steph, and now I'm dealing with this situation. You know, it's one of those things where like when you're in your early 20s, you think like nothing's gonna happen, and yeah. now something happens, and you realize, oh, right. Like there's consequence for yeah. our actions. Like this is fucked up. Like my best friend almost died. Yeah. Um, and then I have to call his dad and explain to his dad. And the wow. worst part was his dad was like, well, what did you boys do last night? And I was like, I was like, I wasn't with him. And like, we've been best friends since 12. So his dad right away when he heard that, he's like, okay, something's, yeah, but, something's but different. In terms of Stephanie, she's seeing you as a caring individual and and well, like she's not you even were just that. starting to date with her. Well, you know that's the I'm thing. Saying? She didn't even see that. You gotta remember, I was taking all these girls for sushi and trying to impress them. Now I get a date with Steph. I don't even want to go on the date. My sister convinces me to change my shirt and to comb my hair because I was wearing like a dirty <laughs> black tee and some hat. Oh, I took her out for ice cream in January. That's the because move. all I wanted was a quick date. Yeah, I wanted to be in and out, and I was like, listen, we'll have some ice cream, 20, 30 minutes. And the only reason I didn't cancel. Is because I didn't want to piss off Barry and deal with her right. mouth when I got back to work. Like, you set up my friend, my, my, my. It's like, oh, my God. So I kept this date. So when I get there, first of all, I showed up like 20 minutes late. 
late as shit because I was just like dragging my feet. I didn't understand something. I thought you were enamored with Steph. I was. And then my world got rocked. Oh, I get it. So you were in a So my mind, mind, I'm not even thinking about, I'm from being like, you know, 24, 25 single love in life to like, holy shit, like, you know, like I got to deal with some real things right now. Yeah. Um, Now I get it. Okay. So I'm not even thinking about trying to woo or anything like that because the plan was, you know, my friend just got out the hospital that Sunday. Right. So my plan was to have a quick date and then go see him. Uh, and the, the ice cream shop was right next to his house. Okay. So I had to go talk to his parents and his brother and I were going to mm. have a sit down with him and just be like, dude, like what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. This is, this is bad. We'll come to Jesus meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we love you. And it's like, you know, so I was like, I'll, I'll pick him up a fucking chocolate milkshake and then we'll go over there and we'll hang out. Right. Now. And, uh, I get there and I'm just not in the mood and we sit down and she's the sweetest thing and she's so yeah. nice. And I'm just like. Not smooth at all. I was like, look, right. this is what I'm doing with my life. I was like, I don't go to college. You're laying cards on the table. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I dropped out <laughs> on of college. the first date. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, like hey, this, yeah. Is, this, is, this is what you're going to get right here. I was like, you know, I really wanted to pursue something in jujitsu. I, you know, I want to compete and you know, eventually fight. I was like, but my main goal is to have a school someday. And that's really right. what I'm working towards. I was like, you know, I'm a blue belt right now. You know, I was yeah. a fucking blue belt, dude. Wow. Think about that. I, that's so in the, and, in the future, uh, you know. And I just knew what I wanted. She goes, yeah, I, I'll never forget this. I told her, I was like, you know, the most important things to me are God, my family, my friends and family, and then what I'm trying to accomplish in jujitsu. Right. I was right. like, and to be honest, like the idea of a girl, it's like I would love to fit you in there, but that's the rankings. Yeah. And she was like, I completely understand that. I get that. And... We were there for two and a half hours. They actually had to kick us out. Oh wow! Because they were cleaning up, and we left. And I didn't try is to. Is it kiss the ice her. cream place? This is the ice cream place. Okay, Maggie Moo's. It's no longer there now. It's Love a barbershop. Maggie Moo's. Yeah, now it's a barbershop. Used to be in Hillsborough too. Oh, the I best tell fucking her. dark chocolate ice cream is awesome. They have good ice cream, dude. And I'm not a big ice cream fan. Oh, I really like Maggie it. Maggie Moo's awesome. They were, used to be one in Bridgewater uh, Mall too. Well, this one was the one in Robbinsville. Love it. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. So we uh, we left. We made plans to hang out again uh, that Tuesday. And I was just like, man, she's something. She's different. Yeah, there's something there. She's she's very, very, cool. very nice. And then I spent the first six months of our relationship trying to make her go crazy. Just so I could prove that she was gonna go crazy. And she's oh, you're like, gaslighting her? Uh, like, not gaslighting her, but I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna force that other shoe to drop. We're mm-hmm. gonna find out what you're like. I went on a ski trip. So, let me ask you this before, before you get into that part. She's obviously speaking to Barry about you. So did she ever like tell you what was the behind the scenes before she went on the date with you? No, she didn't tell me anything about that. After all these years, she never yeah. said like I when I spoke to Barry about you, you know because. Well, Barry kind of told me, she goes, you know, I, I thought you and Steph would hit it off. Uh, I guess like she kind of hoped it goes, but she even told me, she goes, you know, she goes, I knew at the very least, you know, Steph could have a fun time. Okay. All right. Especially after just, the, uh, the marriage broke up. Or yeah, the, uh, the, the engagement. engagement broke up. Yeah, wow. fuck that dude. But uh, he's so fucking, <laughs> he's ugly too. I saw a picture of him like, ew. I'm like, God bless that I came in and saved you from did he, the Did he break the six. bank in Vegas? Uh, <laughs> no, dude, he was bad. Like he was like borrowing money from like his grandma and then like spending oh, it on fucking bets. Like he was a degenerate. Whatever. It is what it is. We uh, live and learn, right? You really do. So, uh, <clears throat> and then we went on, we took a trip to Atlantic City and that's when we, uh, we kind of knew... Like, this is probably a little more just because we genuinely enjoyed each other's company. That's beautiful. That really is, seriously. And that was it, man. And then every year, fucking a new moment in our life. So we started, we met New Year's Eve 2010. 
we moved in together like January 4th, 2012. So mm-hmm. literally like almost a year after we started dating, we're living together. Right. Uh, 12 months later, we're engaged. 14 months later, we're married. Wow. 12 months after that, we're in our brand new house. Mm-hmm. You know, 12 months after that, we're having our first son. Benny, yep. You know, our first kid. You know, two and a half years after that, we have, oh, let me rephrase that. 18 months after that, I opened up a business. Right, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's like, right. A year after that, we have Juliana. So it's like, it's been a very it's, steady 10 years. You know, yeah, we just- uh, A lot of events occurred in that time frame. Yeah, we just had our 11, 11th anniversary from our first that's date. That's beautiful. We had our 11th year anniversary of our first date. And, uh, you know, it's marriage, man. You know, it's ups and downs. And there's moments where you don't want to talk to each other. And you're like, just leave me the fuck alone. And then there's some days where you can't wait to go home and hang out with them. And You'll be about my age when you uh, when you hit the 35th wedding anniversary. You'll be about 61, 62. I'll be, oh, it's 28, I'll be 63. Yeah. Yep, so I'll be around your age. Yeah. Steph will be 64. She's older. Oh, she's a little older than yeah, you. She's eight yeah. months older. All right, Steph. She'll be 40. I'm 39. <laughs> when she turned well, 30, I was like, how does it feel being a cougar dating a 20-year-old? She's like, you're 29. Exactly. I was like, but I'm still 29. <laughs> you're 30, mama. Laney always tells the story that... Uh, I, when I went down to visit her, she was engaged to a doctor at the time, and he had loaned her his uh, his Mercedes SL, and so I'm. <laughs> she takes me out, and I'm the one driving it. I'm like sporting uh, a college kid, just like bouncing around Philadelphia <laughs> in oh a Mercedes God. with Lane in my uh, passenger seat. And here's the best part: the doctor was there. We pull into her apartment. And the doctor's there watching me pull in with Lane in his car. <laughs> How great did you feel? Here's the best part. She goes, don't tell him your name. You know? <laughs> so he goes over and I go, oh, how you doing? I'm Roy. You know? <laughs> He's like Jersey fucking jerk off. You know? Like, By the way, I'm not the valet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. We didn't have we anything. Used to, we used to fucking go to like restaurants in, in center city and just like do the i love going to restaurants in center city steph and i are in the early days a lot of trips to philly we used for to restaurants. like put a check by every restaurant we would like fucking do go it canoodle in. yeah jesus christ <laughs> what's your favorite restaurant in philly uh well i used to play piano at one it was called adrian's in uh north philly it was great i went to levesque finn which was a really amazing french restaurant okay. uh you talked about a great restaurant where you got your best uh, uh cheesesteaks there was a place called Wagon Wheel where you'd walk in and they'd give you free meatballs. You know, these. Really? Yeah, it was really, really tasty. And that place was great. And okay. uh, what else? Bookbinders was great for seafood. I don't know if that's still there. We used to go to this Jewish deli called Jaime's, which is in uh, Ardmore. That was, that was where I got arrested. You were a big. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't brush up on that. What'd you get arrested for? <laughs> okay. Yes, I love. I've never been arrested. Knock on Seriously? wood. Seriously, I love it. I'm breaking. I'm fucking breaking percentages every day, dude. <laughs> you really are. I'm. I'm breaking the mold. I love it. A Puerto Rican and Jew. Who here has been arrested? <laughs> you, motherfucker, not me. You know how many people would have gotten that one wrong? <laughs> Which one of us got arrested? Like definitely, Professor Miguel. Definitely the brown like the guy. average person that's like looking yeah, at the two yeah. of our pictures. Like, yep. Oh, it's definitely him. Definitely him. <laughs> the man with the E Z at the end of the last name. Of course. Of course, I got the tattoos. I look like a heathen, right? You know, <laughs> everything about me screams felony. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I don't, know, I don't know why people walk in here and give me their kids. They're like, I trust that guy. It's like, really? It's a 240 pound gorilla. That's got to be a sign in your office. Everything oh about me says <laughs> felony. <laughs> I, I was talking to Tom about a tattoo idea that I have. Okay. And it's, it's a wolf howling into the into the wind. That's and cool. It comes yeah. up. But Very I want to cool. get it on my hand. Kind of my friend's like, bro, you, you can't fucking do that. I was like, why? He's like, bro, look at you. He's like, look. He goes, I get it. I get it. He goes, I want a fucking neck tattoo. But you can't do it, bro. He's like, guys like us can't do that. We're already pushing the limit. Right. He's like, yeah, I put a neck tattoo. Nobody's coming in here. You got a tattoo on your hand? It's a wrap. Why does Tom want a neck tattoo, though? I mean, that doesn't. I don't know. They're kind of cool. Because he has such spiritual tattoos. Like, I know he has his cross on his ankle. He does. And uh, he's got the praying hands. Yeah, he's exactly. got uh, Ezekiel. Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's got, but he, he's got. And I mean, listen, I got some spiritual tattoos, you know. But I can get. I, I understand why people would want the neck tattoo. Don't you have brain hands too? On I your do. chest? Yeah, I yeah. Do. I saw that. Him and I have very similar tattoos. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That's cool. Um yeah, I got the praying hands. I got the I got the demon coming yeah. out of the the burned down village. See, as a Jewish guy, I can always like kind of lean back on the idea that it's really really like looked down upon to get a tattoo. <laughs> well, so, then you can't be you can't be buried in a Jewish Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's like I always have that say, "No, no, I can't get a tattoo." <laughs> I get him, man. I got the Michael Myers on my thigh. Yeah, I, 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 he stares at me every time you put me in a, in a triangle. I, I do know. it on purpose. I know you do. I do it on purpose. We've had that. I've long. mounted people and lifted up my like pant leg, and I'm like, kiss them. Like, get off me. I'm like, do it. Not, not to everyone. I only like people I'm very comfortable with. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, I got the my. It's funny. Like Every now and then I wear shorts around the house. And I'm like, dada, why you have the man in the white mask? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, why are you holding a knife? And I'm like, I don't know. And Steph just looks at me and says, because you didn't think about that, did you? You didn't think about how this would affect your children. I was like, no, I fucking didn't. I was like, this looks cool. Found an artist cool. in Ohio, and he killed it. It's very cool. It's a I very, love it. very cool thing. Yeah, I got a couple. So here's my arrest story. Um, oh, yeah, you heathen. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've actually been arrested twice. But twice? We'll That's go, we'll phenomenal. Go another, we'll go to another But see, thing. but now, so <laughs> yeah. the average is the average American gets arrested one time in their life. Yeah. So now because you've been arrested twice, yeah. you keep that average alive. Because now in this room, as per the average, we, we've average been arrested once. There you go. Because okay. you've been arrested twice. Because you fucking <laughs> are a degenerate. I'm a heathen. So um, uh, she goes to a tanning salon and in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. And it's all the guys there are, um, what's the, uh, the word? They're all gay. So okay. uh, in the tanning salon, in the tanning salon, okay. Guy that owns it, you know, he did the whole thing. The whole the whole place is all gay guys. So anyway, she liked these guys, and I met them a few of them, and you know they they seem to be pretty cool. But anyway, one gay was, guys are a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, they really they're are. very happy. Are like, they? Let me tell you something. Are I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I know they have great personalities and this and that, but. Are well, they what I really mean is, happy they have. Happy. Listen, I don't know about fucking. Are you happy? That's, That's a very what I'm saying. deep I don't, conversation. I don't, I don't sense you that. could ask me right now, like, are you happy? But like, I don't fucking know, right? <laughs> Something, yeah. But I will say this, like, like working on the train, like every yeah. parade, you're like, fuck, man, like you don't want to work these parades. Okay, all right, like, like, the, like even like the Puerto Rican Day parade. Way right? too much glitter on the floor of the uh, no, train. No, no. Well, here's the thing, like the Puerto Rican Day parade, the St. Oh, right, Patty's okay. Day parade, Dominican. They're fucking yeah. horrible because people yeah. get shit faced, right, right, right? And then it becomes fights, and it's just, it's never good. It's never fucking good. I gotta ask, what about the Salute to Israel parade? Is there ever? Any... The fuck, I've never been on that one. What is that like? <laughs> <laughs> That's not Monday through Friday when they're going to fucking Wall Street. That's what I thought that was. Exactly. 
<laughs> but <laughs> that's the only parade dude, that there's the, no problems. The Pride Parade, oh, yeah. when it's Pride Day, right. let me tell you something. I'll work that day, yeah. any day. Yeah. You know, they're fabulous. They are. They're out there. They yeah. got their glitter shorts. They're fucking loving yeah, life. Yeah. But man, they just have such a positive. I, I've never had any issue mm-hmm. with, uh, with a homosexual male on the train. Ever. Wow. They've always been the nicest, the happiest. They're fucking loving life. You know, I, that's why they're called gay. That's just they're happy. Fucking, they're happy, man. They're loving life. <laughs> like, you know, I get it. Maybe it's because I, I don't have to deal with women. Nah, wow. there we go. Now we're canceled. That's it. There See you later, guys. But no, I, I, I fucking, uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, the gay community. Support you guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but anyway. So favorite musicians? Gay but people? now we're going to hear how Roy got anyway, arrested so for anyway, a fucking hate crime. Well, this one. guy put his hands on my wife and shoved her out the door because she was arguing that she only got 20 minutes. And the guy said, you got 30 minutes in the machine. And they got into an, an argument. He ends up shoving her out the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. She calls me up crying. And of course, I do the, the 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 guy thing, and I run over there, and I. How old were you? Twenty, twenty three. I knew before you even told me you were going to say something in your early to mid twenties. Yeah, because it's early. 20s, because yeah. in your thirties, you'd be like, "Well, babe, <laughs> yes." I were you in there for thirty minutes? Exactly. Like, sir, can I just see the timer? Okay, thank you very much. You're exactly right. But That's at twenty three, you're like, like, "What? Exactly. What do you fucking do?" Oh, I was, I was like, by thirty-three, I was like, lifting. I was a heavy on creatine. I mean, the whole thing, of course, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then by forty-three, you're like, honey, you were probably in there for thirty minutes. Shut the fuck up and come home. Exactly. Amazing exactly. how it changes. It really. Does. And at twenty-three, you're like, I'm gonna fight for my woman, <laughs> That's knight in shining armor. Exactly armed. what it is, man. There you go. There so, you go. I I go in there and I go. He, he's like, I didn't really do it. Like he knew I was like coming in with a head of steam. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So he's like, I didn't do anything. Didn't. And and this is a guy who was a little taller than me. I threw him up against the wall, and this is the best part. All the tanning products came crashing down on his head. <laughs> oh my god, that's expensive product, dude. No, thousands of dollars. So <laughs> you should have scooped some of it up. You could have paid to get your car out of the. So impact. here's the worst part. So I, I kind of lapelled him. And said, "You ever put your hands on my wife again? I'll kill you." You know that kind of all that. Yeah, the stupid. typical cliche shit. Exactly the whole thing. He's like, "I didn't do anything." Da, 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 da. And and like, any rate, this is where I really went off the off the rails stupidly. So I go, "Shut the fuck up!" And I pick up the cash register and I throw it at the Jesus wall. Jesus fuck! <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? That was that was my uh, so. And then the Philly police came in and locked No, it was just, this is the funny part. The guy calls me up. The Ardmore police calls me up and says... Uh, oh, like, that's right. It's in Ardmore. Yeah. And it's funny because I used to play in gigs in that area. So I knew the area very well. And the uh, police said to me, he goes, look, we heard what happened. I know you were defending your wife. Just come on in. We'll talk about it. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I get there. Immediately, the cuffs get thrown on my wrist. Yep. <laughs> and I said to the guy, because I had never had any kind of arrest situation prior in my life. I said, I thought we were just going to talk about it. He goes, yeah, we'll talk about it after you've had some moments to cool down in the, uh, in the cell. Yeah. After we take a few pictures and take That's some exactly prints. That's exactly what it was. I thought we were going to talk about it. Like, we are going to talk about we the are gonna... assault that you just fucking <laughs> exactly. did. And the vandalism. You and destroyed sure, a business. I'm sure he was laughing his ass off oh thinking about my, my fucking stupid 
Then, they, then they saw Lainey. They're like, what is this kid doing with her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, holy shit. <laughs> Lainey's so, like, I'm here to get my husband. Right. They're like, this kid? <laughs> she, went, she, she went with me there. Of course she did. So I'm in the holding cell. Thankfully, there was no one else in there. It wasn't like a drunk tank or anything like that. And the guy goes, okay, what happened? And I said, this is exactly, you know exactly what happened. So he, you know, they fingerprinted me, the whole thing. And uh, so if you ever want to look it up, 1987. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing this week. Like, face, 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 face to the at, side. You know, that. some public records. <laughs> Roy Abramson. So I go to the, uh, so. Did you, get, was, did you get a copy of your mug shots? I don't think so. Fuck, dude. I feel like that'd be great. You, you, you got to get cool. those. Yeah. You got to get those and frame them in your house. I don't know where they would be. You got to call the Ardmore Police Department. They'd have them. Oh, were they? Okay, maybe yeah. I will. Maybe I will. That's I'll, great. Now's the time I'll to frame do it. it. <laughs> oh, man. If you can get that, I can make this the cover of this week's podcast. That'd be that'd phenomenal. Be <laughs> okay. Yeah, because there was no internet back then. So this is the uh, this is the, the sort of capper on the whole thing. I go into the uh, the court and the owner of the, the, the store, who we knew, uh, you know, he said, he said to me, pulled me aside because we were very friendly. And he said, if you just would have just not thrown my cash register, we wouldn't have had a problem. <laughs> and I said, I'm really, really sorry. I think his name was Troy. I'm really, really sorry. And then, so at any rate, they, they gave me, a, the judge gave me a uh, bill for 400 bucks. And you're just racking up the bills at this point. Yeah, it was. You're like 1100 bucks in. Big time, you know, and I didn't have money. I wasn't working at a real job at that point. I was still Mr. Musician, and uh, yeah, that's why it's called a, a starving artist, Roy. Right? Yeah, we definitely the had starving our part. Very, very important. But that was around the. Uh, that was my first time I got arrested, and now that I, now that I've said that, I don't even want to tell my second time I got arrested. Dude, we'll save that for another episode. We can't tell all the stories tonight. <laughs> I, never been arrested. Never. All right, let's see if we can if we can smoothly get this plugged in. Do you want to, to have that experience? I mean, no, I don't want to fucking have that experience. <laughs> Are you serious? No, but everybody should have that experience. No, so. let me tell you something. I so a couple of years ago, um, Tom called me up and he's like, "Hey, dude." He's like, um, "He's like, uh, I'm supposed to do this thing with the Ocean County Junior Cadets, like the police department." And it's all these kids that want to be, you know, cops at some point. Okay. He's like, you know, my schedule's going crazy. I got to go here. I got to do this. Do you mind doing it for me? And I was like, no, of course. Let me tell you something. Anything Tom asked me to do, I'm going to say yeah, yes. He's I'm jumping. not going to say no. Yeah. Um, especially an opportunity like this. Yeah. It was an all-day thing. Like, it was like six groups. Six okay. groups of like 15 to 20 cadets. Um, like an hour each group. An hour for lunch. It was oh. a long day. Wow, uh, and I'm I'm teaching. I never half-ass it. I'm I'm there to fucking perform. Sure. And they pick me up in the parking lot. They're like, "All right, we're gonna take you over." It was at uh, Stockton. By the way, Stockton has a gorgeous campus. Talking about the college, yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful gorgeous. campus. Yeah, um, they threw and, a lot of money into that school. Yeah, they did, man. Holy yeah, that shit! That and Rowan both are really, really nice. Yes, they really they yeah. addressed those things. Absolutely, after that. you know it's a beautiful really school. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You, when you give me that, I know it's a yeah. really nice. Real nice, Clark. TCNJ is also uh, a really, really nice campus. TCNJ is a really nice campus. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of greenery. Yeah. A lot of grass, a lot of trees. Yeah. These are all the schools that Jason uh, was going to go to, Ramapo and Drew, and they're great schools. Ryder's got a rough campus. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know. It's a little like, rough. Do you, would you give me the on that one? No. <laughs> I'll give you the... <laughs> a little Ryder's sketch. a little rough. Steph went to Ryder. A little sketch. Steph went to Ryder. Steph was on the Ryder dance team. 
Oh, nice. She can dance. Can she tap dance or uh, just like ballroom she, dance? No, no, no. She did like tap, hip hop. Oh, wow. All that, you know, ballet, all that fun stuff. Um, so when you come to my anniversary party in uh, in April. Oh, we dance, dude. You can dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. We don't sit down. We cut a rug. Speaking of. A little bit harder now because I'm old, but yeah, Speaking of, my friend, April the 22nd, please, because, you know. I Is that the date? You, that's the date. So, I'll be there. Okay, don't go to Costa Rica on me or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there, dude. Okay. But but no, so I'm at Stockton, and well, I'll definitely be there, dude. It's going to be a fucking blast. You, uh, <clears throat> uh, There are five guys that I want to uh, do a roast. Laney wants a toast to her, but for me, I want a roast. I'll give you I roast you every week. So roast me. It's just not hard. Go after me. <laughs> just, it's just nice and easy. Um, I'll go after me. But... Everything's got to be done lightly. Some people take a roast too hard. It's like, I bro, love roasts, that's not man. Fucking, I love yeah, it. Yeah, we got to be like. I have a. I laugh my ass off. I love uh, to laugh. I feel like in order to be funny, like in order for me to like really laugh at someone for making fun okay. of someone, at a certain point, like put the put the fucking spotlight on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Like I try to do that on this ep- like on the podcast. I always try to make fun of myself too. Like I know. Yeah, I you have some, a good way about you. That very self deprecating. Uh, I got some tendencies, bro. I'm not gonna hide. <laughs> me like, yeah, I'm the coolest dude here. Like, no, like I'm fucking dude. I'm so scared of snakes. The other How day, really? I, I, oh God, terrible. Really? Fucking my kids know it too. They're like, Dad, Dad, you scared of snakes? <laughs> Look, Dad, there's a snake. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Dude, this is how scared I am of snakes. The other day, I was holding a dodgeball in my hand. We were playing dodgeball with the kids. Right, right. And I like leaned onto the chair to like look for something. Right. And I heard like the. Oh, no. And for whatever reason, I ran out of my office because I thought there was a snake in You're here. Jumped. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, that is like such pussy Dude, that's shit. That's the way right I am with heights. I can't deal with heights. Oh, but anyway, yeah. Oh, heights, I can. Mm, I don't like being up there. That's so weird. I just don't heights. like being in the air. Yeah. How are you with roller coasters? I can do roller coasters. I get weird with roller coasters because I'm so top heavy that it's like I feel like I'm coming out of the fucking thing. I th- you know what it is? I'm not so much scared of the roller coaster. It's just as I got older, I started realizing that uh, a person put this together, yeah. and I'm a person. <laughs> and now that I'm like 35 years old, I realize what most 35 year olds are made out of. And I'm like, someone yeah. could have fucked this up easily. Like someone easily, easily could have been like, I don't give a shit. It's tight enough, right? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Peter. some guy named Otto. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I was like, fuck this. They don't pay me enough for this. Exactly. It's cold. Crank, crank, crank. We're done. And I'm like, great. Now I'm I'm flying. Yeah, but no. You were talk- you once talked about King Daka. Oh, is my that God. the fucking scariest looking ride in the world? Never did it. No way. Never. Well, because I remember like when before when it first opened up, there uh-huh. were some real bad. Oh, were there? Like you know situations. Yeah, yeah. like the, because you're going like you know Mach three I know. in like two seconds. Like, your body's not meant supposed to. It's not supposed to do that. <laughs> no. I got in line for King Daka one time. Okay. One time. At what point did you pull out? Is my question. Oh, the good <laughs> Lord intervened, Roy. Nice. I am not even kidding you. It came down. Mm-hmm. They shot it off. Yeah, we're next. Myself, oh, so you, were, you Steph, really you stayed the line the whole way. We're there, and I'm pale and I'm sweating because this one scares no. me. Because I'm yeah, like, this is very scary. Right? This is bad, and they had a problem with the hydraulic machine. Oh, thank God! And they shut it down for the day. And I was like, thank you. Woo-hoo. And I looked at Steph <laughs> and my sister. I was like, I'm not meant to do this ride. No. However, <clears throat> they have another ride now called I think it's called Kilimanjaro. Mm-hmm. That they built right in between King Great Dekha. Adventure, right? Great yeah. Six Flags, Great Six Adventure. Flag, yeah. Um, what you remember, like the free fall, where you yeah, just kind yeah, of yeah, fall yeah, straight yeah. down. Okay, so they built something like that wow. in between King Dakar. Oh, wow. So it's like let's just let's not let's use this dead space. <laughs> right. 
You're fucking high, dude. Yes, yes. I don't like rides like you, that. You could see into Ohio from that height. Uh, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is, I can see Pennsylvania, exactly. Delaware. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, there, there's the Delaware Memorial Bridge. Like, right. this, is, this isn't good. Right. I can see where, like, you know, the, the property taxes exactly. change. Like, I see it. So, Steph was all about this fucking She's ride. okay with roller coasters? I can do roller coasters. I don't like rides where I'm very high and I drop. Oh, I don't I'm like little, where I can yeah. see the heights. I don't like the swings that go all the way up. Because oh, yeah. in my head, I'm like, this chain is going to break. I'm so with death, you. A thousand percent, death, and it's over. One once that Done. chain link, yeah, Done. absolutely. I don't Roller like, coasters, at least, like I'm flying through. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm gonna die, but you know. Eh. So how are you with like El Toro? I can do El Toro. Yeah, I can do that stuff. Okay, as long as I'm continuing to move forward, I'm good. Right, but just the up and down, or if I'm like, or like the well, Kilimanjaro, <laughs> you're like 500 feet up in here. Like, it, like, Roy, 500 feet is high. No kidding, it's 50 stories. That's 50 stories. You're not right. supposed to be up that high. No. On top of that, the way these chairs are angled, you're not just sitting. You're leaned forward. Yeah. So you can see straight down. So I'm on this ride, and I become, I'm very quiet. Yeah. And then as we get there, I'm now threatening divorce. <laughs> I'm like, this is, you're, you're, you're really pushing the envelope on marriage wow. right now. And the fact that I'm with you for life. I was like, you realize like you might end might our end marriage right, yeah. today because I'm going to die of a heart attack. So many things can happen. So many things can go wrong. <laughs> And uh, there was like these like, uh, I, I can't, they were military. I think they were like Marines in front of us. They were okay. like, you know, their fatigues and shit. And the guy's laughing. Steph's like, oh my God, they're laughing at you. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. I was like, let them laugh. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Exactly. I was like, down here, I can control what's going on. Up there, yeah. it's up to God. Right. So the guys wow. were cracking up and hit the one turn back. He goes, I don't want to do it either, bro. He goes, but I got to fucking do it. I was like, <laughs> fuck. I was like, I don't know how we get into this mess. So. This drop is so long, oh, all right, because no. you go up there, and I'm timing it. As I'm in line, I'm timing yeah, it's it. Like, I'm waiting for it to go up. Well, no, it, going it's, up. it's like an elevator. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It goes up real fast, oh, then it slows down, and then yeah. there's like a click. Yeah. And then within three seconds after the click, it drops. Oh, man. You're in the middle of King the Ka. That's how, like, literally, like, the ride's going around you. Oh, like, you're up there, like, ah, and you're like, oh, God. We get up there. I'm not gonna. I fucking close my eyes. Of course, I close my eyes. I was like, I don't want to see it. Exactly. I just want this to end. It's going up so long. Oh no. Then eventually, I'm like, Are we? I open my eyes. I'm like, Oh my god, we're still. You're going still going up. up. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm looking at Steph. I'm like, This is fucking high. She's like, Oh my god, this is great. I was like, No, it's not. This is high. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So now we get up there. We hit the I'd click. Be the same way, dude. Holy now I'm shit. too scared to close my eyes. Yeah. I've just accepted death. And right. you're looking down. So you right. just see your feet dangling. So you don't even feel God. like you're sitting in a chair. This ride drops. It drops for so long. I let out a full scream, oh, no. catch my breath, and scream <laughs> again. Scream again. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we get down to the ground. She's like, oh, my God. Do you want to do that again? I was like, I'm never doing that for the rest of my fucking life. Wow. <laughs> don't ever ask me to even look at that ride. Uh, but now I got the beans. And he's at the age now where he can do roller coasters, but nothing like that, bro. He can do a couple of them. He wants to do Kilimanjaro. He doesn't. Want, I'm not fucking doing that. that exactly. But every other roller coaster. Have you gone down to Disney yet? No, because they're not at that age yet. Okay. Right. You know. You know. They won't really remember it because there's a thing called Tower of Terror. Similar. 
Okay. Similar. I won't. But I did Kilimanjaro, that once. I won't do it again. Much higher. Yeah. Much higher. Yeah. It's brutal. But uh, no, like Benny does. Uh, he'll do Skull Mountain. Okay. He'll do the Runaway Train. That Granary. Okay. You yeah. know, he does like the one where like it like spins side to side, like round and round, but then it tilts. He that would one. really like uh, the Speed Track down in uh, Disney. That would be a great one for him. We're getting we're getting close yeah. to there. You yeah. know, Juliana's about three, so we're figuring by the time she's like four and a half. That's about right. He'll be around seven. It's yeah, like yeah, nice. Yeah. And then you know. Yeah. You know, spend ten thousand fucking yeah. dollars. I'm getting to, to the age where it's like it's a small world is starting to look like my uh, my speed. Dude, I'm all about yeah. the lazy river now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. I'm about. Like I don't need these water slides. Just exactly. give me a raft and let me float around for a little bit. Exactly. This is fucking crazy. I'm tired, dude. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I should have had kids when I was 20. That's when I should have yeah. had them. Yeah. But no. I but I too. I make it a point to like have a blast with them. Um, I love them. I got I, a, them. I got a good Disney story for you. This is a good one. I uh, we went down there and um, they do everything really right at Disney. I, I got to tell you, they they have the customer service thing really down. Like they're the, professionals. Yeah, it's really yep. extraordinary how how well they do it. Like to the point where you walk out of the the uh, the room and like somehow the elevator opens up. It, it's crazy how they how they're able to do this at that place. A good good friends of ours just went to Disney mm-hmm. a couple months ago, right? And they went to this restaurant. I want to say it was at Epcot. Okay, and the restaurant's called like outer space. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It literally feels like you're getting onto yeah. a spaceship. Everything looks yep. like a spaceship. Yeah. And then it's got like these walls that are windows. Yeah, and you could see the You can see planet yeah, Earth. Exactly. I'm like, she's showing me videos. I'm like, It's really cool. This is fantastic. Yeah. And then the husband, he goes, I'm not gonna lie, he goes, It was expensive as shit. But the food was actually good. Yeah. He's like, normally you're paying a shit ton of money and the food sucks. Yeah. He goes, The food was really no, fucking They do good. it right down there. They're really, really there's yeah. a great ride there called Soaring, which I it, it's like you're on a hang glider. And the breeze blows into you, and you're, okay. you're flying over the, the uh, pyramids of, of Egypt. And it's really, really. And then, then you go over like Niagara Falls, but you're on a hang glider. That's so, getting me excited now. Yeah, it's a really, really cool ride. So I go down there, and um, this was probably about, Jace was about 13, so maybe about 13 years ago. And uh, <laughs> so they have these, the, the evil stepsisters outside of Cinderella's castle. Oh, yeah. And what were their names? I, I don't uh, fucking know. Cruella, whatever the fuck. So, <laughs> Wrong <laughs> story. <right>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're waiting to take pictures with them. And I had told Jason at the time, I want you to go up to every pretty girl you see and take a picture with her. So that's, that's what I was doing with them. You got to do that. That's smart. Yeah, it was really awesome. And, and every girl is like totally into it. Like, oh, sure. You know, that kind of thing. So we get up to the evil stepsisters and there are three of them and they just do it so well mm-hmm. like they're really giving me attitude like oh well, they, who dude, are they, you their hiring process is yeah. difficult yeah i'm sure it's not easy yeah. like to become like a disney actor like you really that yeah so they really get into the roles yep. and like they're saying oh who are you like giving me <clears throat> real real attitudes naughty attitudes like who are you and uh so i'm like yeah this is who i am this is my son we're just here to take a picture and you know they're doing the whole act mm-hmm so then anyway, this is the best line. <laughs> she goes, and where are you from? I go, I'm from Princeton. And <laughs> they all get down on their knees and they're going like, oh my God, I didn't know you were a prince. That's and amazing. Isn't it a great story? Like, That's I'm, the amazing. hair on the back of my neck is standing up just telling the story. Like, I didn't know you were a prince. Please forgive me, that kind of thing. And oh, we love you. And she's like kissing my hand. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Isn't it great? Like they just knew like. They just played the that. role perfectly. And I just. It, they just do it right at Disney. 
It's fun, man. God, I hope we're getting sponsorship dollars from these people. Fuck, we're not getting shit. <laughs> I will say this, though. Uh, I want to give a huge thank you to our listeners because we had 500 listens last week. Really? Wow. 500 listens. Yeah. Um, some people are like, that's it? Fucking fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not the Joe Rogan yeah, experience. Sorry, Dude, how about, like, what a flex for Joe Rogan. A flex means when, like, you do something. I that's get like, it. Right. I get it. Neil Young just did the whole thing what where he's like, I'm not is. either pick Rogan or me because he doesn't yeah. like what Rogan's standing yeah. for. You know, even though this is a guy who was like, you know, talking about like, yeah. keep on rocking in the free world. He's a fucking tool, dude. Spotify was like, see you later, Neil <laughs> they, Young. They canceled him today. They got rid of his uh, his crap. How, guy, many, how many people were listening to him? Well, hang on. He's had like approximately, I think, 250 million downloads. He's got some big songs: Heart of Gold, Ohio. You know, he, he's got some pretty big songs, Neil Young, but he's not Rogan. And well, you gotta figure. So he's probably had 250 million downloads in yeah. how much time? Over the course of four, five, six right. years, no doubt. So now you got someone like Rogan who's getting 11 million listens yeah. a week, yeah, times 52 weeks. Yeah, he just doubled what Neil Young did in a year. Yeah, there's a big difference. The thing is, I mean, look, I mean, I know Grant, we're you know, getting off the uh, off the train here as far as subjects, but Neil Young is a guy that's just he feels fake to me. You know what I think happens to these celebrities, man? Especially mm-hmm. like, especially you see with like rock and roll artists. Yeah. You know, they, they start from a place of angst and displacement yeah. and wanting to be heard. Yep. And then they get heard and they yeah. go from being displaced to placed. And yeah, from angst exactly to, it. you know, almost like a sense of. I got mine now. Accomplishment. So fuck yourself. And, and now they don't want to let go of that. Yeah. I talked about that with Davey Havoc from AFI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get guys like Neil Young. You're seeing it with you know some of the members from uh, Rage Against the Machine. This is the band that band. literally came out there and was like, "Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me." Yeah. And now they're like, "Go out there and I can't do, stand these do what they're telling you to do." People, because and, and their only solution. I don't think they're fake, man. I think that's genuinely who they are, and that's that they. I hate to use no, but term. they talk about they independence sold out, and, and they talk about freedom and independence and, you know, like having a little attitude. And Until stuff. they start losing money. It, yeah. They can't or, tour. Or they can't do that they're, you know, whatever, their team is now on top as far as, you know, being yeah. the man. So it, it's just, it really aggravates me to listen to these people because every one of their stupid ideas always come down to socialism and communism and go yourselves yeah it's it's sad to see for me it sucks to see like these guys like man like you guys really fucking yeah really flipped the coin didn't you yeah yeah but what are you gonna do but we got 500 listens last week so huge thank you to all of our listeners uh for continuing to listen i hope you listen to this episode (laughs) because we had a subject and then roy started talking about pookie yep and then the pook star. I, well, here's the thing. Like you tell, like it, it kind of started with the beginning when you were like, you know, I hope, and I was like, you know, I hope people listen. We peel back too much. I'm like, yeah, I think people kind of like that. And it's like, I let's kind of so. give them a view. Like, you know, let's talk <laughs> about Roy and Miguel, not purple, but Roy, not yeah, professor Miguel. Cause guess what? Like, like Steph cracks up when she's at the school. Cause everyone's like, hi professor, hi professor. Right, right, and right. I get home. She's like, professor's going to do the fucking dishes. <laughs> like when's professor going to put his laundry away? And I'm like, when I run out of clothes, like, right. <laughs> like, dude, my ADD won't let me do it. But I think it's nice that we got to peel it back a little bit and we got yeah. to share some good stuff, some bad stuff. And it's like, here, here's the thing. Just like on the jujitsu match, you're going to do things that you're going to regret. You're going to do things you're going to like, but it's the journey. You got to learn from mm-hmm. it. Right. You know? And, and mm-hmm. then one day you'll be training 10 years, 15 years, 20 years and yeah. be like, man, 
when I was a blue belt. It's like, <laughs> right. but that's life. You got to kind of <laughs> smile at some of your mistakes and hope you learn along the way. So I hope you guys listen to this one. Uh, if not, listen to the old ones. We still have the Tom DeBlast episode. We still oh, have the Sam McHale episode. Sam, oh my God, I love that episode. I love Sam. So his, by the way, Sam McHale, uh, Emerald City Invitational in March. It's going to be in Atlantic City at the Showboat. Wow. I think it's going to be a great night for the team just to get out, have some fun, and see the guys compete. Am I seeing ADCC on that uh, later? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> it didn't fit in the frame. This is my ADCC referee certificate. Oh, wow. Uh, which to cool. me is the equivalent of a college diploma because I didn't graduate college. <laughs> and uh, I never qualified for ADCC or won a medal. So this will have to do. But no, I'm actually. Uh, and I see a cool guy's name on there, Jay. He's a really great guy. Yeah, Jager ruled to meld it, and uh, this is, uh, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Very uh, you cool. know, if you would have told me 15 years ago that I'd have a, an ADCC uh, referee's diploma, Very I'd be cool. like, get the fuck out of here. That's slick. It's, yeah, That's it's slick. Cool. It's cool, man. Some of the opportunities I've had are just incredible, and it's, it's a, a wonderful nice, ride. It's a nice ride. It's Absolutely. a nice ride, man. 35 yeah. years of marriage is a nice ride. My 11 years with my wife has been a nice ride. 15 I'm years very proud of it. I'm very proud. Like, you know. That's hard to do, man. I, yeah, I don't. I, and the good thing about it is that it's not like complacent. You know, it, it's not like, yeah, you know, I may as well just stick with my wife now. You know, we've been known for so long. No, I really genuinely enjoy my time. Yeah. We, you know, I, I, I love her to death. And uh, just, you know, I don't want to say I'm lucky because we, we worked really fucking hard at it. But mm -hmm. uh, there were a lot of lean years. And but, that's uh, what people don't people don't want to understand it. Like all they see is the finished product. Yeah. They see like, wow, thirty five years. It's like, yeah, but that was work. Yeah, that it's was... not easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Yeah, that's why when people say we've been together ten years, twenty years, thirty years, you're like, holy shit, good job, because it's fucking hard. Yeah, a lot you of know? laughs, a lot of tears, just. Uh... But it was very, very, it is very real. I shouldn't say it was. Because uh. <laughs> we got to talk about jujitsu a little bit. We're like right. running out of time. <laughs> uh, in a lot of ways, like, and this is why I think when people start training jujitsu, it, uh, it really helps in all other aspects of your life. Yeah. Because if you really want to get that black belt, you're going to have shitty days, shitty weeks, no shitty doubt. months, but you got to find a way to keep showing up. Yeah. You got to find a way to just, you know, get your head right, get your mind right. Yeah. Even if you got to take a couple days off, take a week off, fuck yeah. it, take a month off. Yeah. You got to find your way back and keep going, you know, and that's one of those things with like when you're married, like you can't quit. You can't quit. You can. It's an option, but you got to find a way back. Yeah. You got to find a way to make it work. You know, maybe don't talk to your wife or your husband for a couple of days. You know, so many people have idealistic views on, uh, on marriage too. That well, because are... people think it's what they see on TV. Yeah. That's not how it is. No, it really isn't. It, it's not. Yeah. You know, it, it's work. I love my wife, but yeah. you know what? It's work. We've had our issues. We've had our situations. We've. Do had you have any like like a one sentence thing on marriage where you like it sort of encapsulates your your thought on it? Because I always say like, as long as I wake up every day with my wife's best interests in my heart, we'll do all right, you know. And and I and I think she's the same way about me. I uh, I, I tell everyone, <clears throat> love is nice. You know, sex is great, but marriage is like a business merger. And every day you idea. wake up and it's like, how can we make this business grow? How <laughs> right. can we okay. make this company the right. strongest company it can be? And have your roles. I tell everyone in my house, I'm the CEO. I approve. I disapprove. Right. I push the decisions the right way. My wife CFO. <laughs> right. She lets me know if we can afford those decisions. <laughs> She's like, mm, good idea. 
we might want to have a, sit, a little sit down because I'm right. horrible with money. My wife's, you know, she taught me that you could save money. I was like, wait a minute, right. you know, I don't have to spend it before next Thursday. <laughs> I can put some of this away. It's crazy. What a concept. Um, yeah. Marriage is, it's, I think the greatest thing I ever heard about marriage is like marriage is in 50, 50 marriage is 100, 100. That's, that's a great way of looking at it. And, and you know, it, it's like anything else, man. Like if you, it's like having a partner in business. If your partner makes a decision, you made that decision too. Yeah, you gotta I, I support always, each other. I always say that there's going to be points where you're going to cheerlead it as the husband, and then there's going to be points where she's going to cheerlead it as the wife. In other yeah. words, you're going to kind of ebb and flow a lot. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been great. I'm very very happy. Even know. the bad times. Yeah, because you can. Look, <laughs> you know why? Because when you get through them, you can look back and be like, "We made it through that." Yeah, I guess so. I that's guess what, so. That's what that's what makes it tough. I'll give you something really, really hard though, and then if you want to wrap it up, we can wrap it up. But like, you start out in a marriage where you it's very lustful, you know, you're, you're mm-hmm. the honeymoon phase, if you of will. Course. And then you have the kids, and this is where it really gets hard. Fuck it, eh? yeah, it does. Yeah, it it definitely does. And but this is the next step when the kids move out, and it's just you and her again. Oh God. It's they call it the empty nest phase, empty nest and, and phase. we're we're getting into that because Jason is still living at home. But uh, it, it's it's going to be another adjustment, and because then you know it's just really you and her, and in more of a companionship kind of thing. So I'm I'm nowhere near that right. stage. Yeah, but I'd be lying if I told you I don't think about it. Yeah, because even now, like you know, Benny's five, right. five and a half, and Julie tack has, on fifteen twenty years to well, that. that's the thing. It's like, but that's it's Which not just not that it's not just away. fifteen years. It's 15 years of they're the priority exactly everything is around them mm-hmm. most of our conversations are about right. them yep benny's schoolwork juliana did this mm-hmm. benny did this mm-hmm. i'm worried about this i'm worried about that he's so good at this she's great at that be careful with this don't praise too much this right. everything is them 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 very true what's going to happen when they're not the subject anymore yeah yep you know that's why we we're really trying hard to make it a point to have one night a month for now, just That's one great. night a month where That's it's just great. us. Um, and it works out because now we can kill two birds with one stone. Cause my mom's always <laughs> saying right. she doesn't see the kids enough. And I'm like, take right. them for the night. <laughs> um, like they're actually going to take them this weekend. They're going to have them Saturday mm-hmm. night into Sunday. Yeah. Uh, because Steph and I got to clean out the garage. Uh, yeah. We're probably going to be listing our house soon. Good for you. Oh, awesome. I don't know why I fucking said that. I don't like sharing information like that. <laughs> Anyway, that's probably going to be happening soon. So if you want to live in Professor Miguel's house, um, yeah, probably going to be listening since we got to start getting, we got to start dressing up that little girl, making it nice. You realize we started this whole fucking podcast talking about pissing? Yeah. <laughs> People are like, yeah, and I just pissed away an hour and 45 minutes listening to you two schmucks talk about your wives. But you got to understand something. It's for cock, <laughs> Listen, listen, we had a subject. Yep. We'll we hit it next get, week. <laughs> yeah, we'll hit it next week. We didn't get to it, but I, yeah. I enjoyed the conversation we had. This is the 25th thing, and I, I wanted it to be really interesting and really different and really special. I didn't know we were going to head in this direction, but I, goddamn, I'm really happy. And I, I all bullshit aside, I thank you very much for allowing me to uh, kind of spiel, you know? Oh, man, I think it's great. I know, thank and you. you know, it's funny. When people talk to me about the podcast, they always tell me uh, one of the biggest compliments I get is when people say they hear it and they're like, it just... It just feels like you guys are having a conversation and I'm in the room with you. Yeah. And I think the reason we get that is because we we have where we want to go. Yeah. And sometimes we just let it go. And <laughs> right. tonight we let it go all the way. Let it go all the way. 
you 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 know you were telling us about your pookie story and i loved it i love that story i think it's hilarious <laughs> and then you were like you know let's talk about yours and i was like all right well here's how i met my wife and here's yeah you know, if you ever get to meet our wives it's uh i very cool people very cool my wife is one of the quietest people you'll ever meet is she really yeah she she takes a while for her to open is up it? and let it out but you have to understand this mm-hmm. don't be fooled oh definitely you gotta understand and my best friend says it all the time sean he goes i know you're more than what you present yeah yeah because i know your fucking husband well his sean's wife is a little on the quiet side too yeah you get her a couple of drinks she starts opening uh, her, her and Steph start. <laughs> and it's, that's kind of interesting because uh margo's sister's name stephanie too yeah yeah she's so cool yeah she is awesome yeah. we're actually gonna see them uh tomorrow yeah little willa turned a year family. she's Great a year family. oh that's it's been a year now yeah dude little chunky but she's a big baby so yeah. you know it, i think this is nice to have an episode where people can kind of see like we're a lot more than just you know f-bombs and yeah <laughs> 80s cocaine parties, you know. Although you did talk about how you got arrested tonight. I hope people are starting to realize, like, I'm the normal one. You are. <laughs> like, I lived a very, like, you know, that's because by 21 I was training jiu-jitsu. I couldn't get into too much yeah. trouble. Haas and Tom would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Straight down. But that's pretty much it. You got a question for the night? Oh, you want to keep going? Okay, yeah, let's sure. do the question. What the okay. fuck? You We're can't not do the question. 46. Okay, Roy, here's you your question. You can't not do the question okay. for the night. At this point, it's part of what we do. This is the question. We'll keep it quick. Give me your two or three best action heroes. Two or three best action heroes? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to go number one. You got to go Arnold. So you would, like, that would be, like, an Arnold movie comes on, you want to see it. If there's, like, an action I'm talking movie? about your favorite action guys. Like, they're in a movie. Boom. I so my see. personal yes. favorite. Okay. So I would list Arnold up there as number one, but I wouldn't say he's my personal favorite. Okay. Number one, I'm going Bruce Willis. He's awesome. I see Bruce Willis. I got to see it. Plus, I'm very biased because he's from Jersey. He's a Jersey guy. Southern so Jersey. Always, there's something about him where I'm kind of like, I think this motherfucker would do it for real. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he's full of shit. Uh, that's my number one. Uh, my number two go-to action hero Jason Statham, man. I love Statham. He's, I see he's Statham, my number one. I see Statham, and I'm like, he's my number one. This is going to be good. He's I don't got, care what he's in. I'll see it. Yeah. And he's got that British accent. Yeah. Um, and that's like everyone talks, when people talk about him, they're always like, oh, you know, the transporter, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, the Fast and the, the Furious. mechanic, whatever. Dude, yeah. yeah. You know what I like him in? What's that? Snatch. Oh, that's a great movie. Check that movie like, out. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. And yeah. he's like barely an action star in that movie. Uh, yeah. He's just got an edge to him. Yeah. I love that movie though. I love a lot of. I love all of Guy Ritchie's films. He's got love really Guy good Ritchie. movies. And then my number three, because I'm really into this guy right now, uh-huh. uh, Frank Grillo, <laughs> Alvy Kalina, baby. Absolutely, man. I started. I started watching him on that on King uh, Kalina on yeah King Kalina, baby, on uh, Kingdom Navy and Street, Navy, Navy Street. Street, Navy Street. Uh, really got into people him on don't that even show. know who he is though. You know, check him out, Frank Grillo. The show is uh, Kingdom. Kingdom. It's currently on Peacock. You can see it is on it? Peacock. I thought it was on Netflix. No, it's off Netflix no now. Okay. It's on Peacock now. Three seasons. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I got I give a hat. Think like to, Sopranos uh, and Sons of Anarchy, but about MMA. Yeah. Exactly. And they really do it well on that show. They really show. do. It's I, very honest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I forget who I got to give a hat tip to, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, one of the Jonas boys. Oh, he killed it. He killed it. Nick he, Jonas. As, as Nate. His his character was perfect for him too. I'm not yeah. gonna di- get it too involved, with it, but he just he played that character so Perfectly. well. And he, you know, 
came across as naive, but also had a slick side to him. And, well, and, and you know what? They kind of understood too. Like we have Nick Jonas. Like we can make him tough, right? But we're not going to convince people he's the baddest motherfucker. Exactly. On and his character wasn't that. His right. character was a bad loses, dude. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I can kind of see. It. Like he's one mm-hmm. of those guys that like got into fighting. His family fights. That's what he does. But he's got this like innocence and other side to him. Yeah. But this is just kind of what he does. Like, right. He was born into it. You know, if he would have been born into a family of doctors, he would have become a doctor. Exactly. But he got born into a fighting family. And what was the other guy, Jay? Jay is my favorite fucking character. Unbelievable. You this want to talk dude. about character development yeah. in a television series. Amazing. He I don't just know who goes the everywhere. actor is, but he's just great. He's He's been in a couple things. He's in one of the Charlie Angels movies. He, he's been in a lot of things. Um, Every time I'm seeing it, I see him in like something... That's outside of King. I'm like, ah, that's the dude. Yeah. But because <laughs> he actually has that look in his eye, that's a little crazy. Yes, he you does know, that very, very which well. A lot of well, the MMA a, guys have. He's also a Boston guy. Oh, is he? Yeah, okay. most Boston guys are a little. They're already fucking there. It's because they spend <laughs> ten months in freezing cold. Era, park the car. Yeah, cheering for the socks. The socks. Go socks. <laughs> Tom Brady in the box. Fuck. Matt Spe- Jones, baby. Speaking of that, since we're talking about my wife too, she almost got me in a fight on the train going from Framingham into Fenway Park. Oh, on the T? Yeah, whatever oh, that is. Jesus. Man. She's like starting it up with people, you know. Yeah, it's the train system in Boston. It's called the T. Is it? Yeah. Okay. She almost got me into a you know fucking fight. Yeah, they're always ready for a brawl down there. Jesus, and I'm like, I'm a Sox fan. You say I'm something, not a guy. Yet. You say something, guy. Right. You're like, I didn't fucking say shit. <laughs> Kick his ass, Mickey. But Jesus Christ. Just trying to get to fucking Faneuil Hall for some lobster rolls and clam chowder. Everyone's so angry here. I love how you always shift into the 1940s voice. <laughs> hey there, 2360. Yeah, it's my white guy voice. It is. Man, Jesus. Holy jeepers, Marie. Everyone's so angry. Must be because it's bitter cold out there. Get a jacket. Get a park. You're so right. You're so right. How about my husband kicks Jess? Oh, jeepers. Why such rage? <laughs> Baby, shut the fuck but, up. You're going to get me killed. But no, you're fucking district. Frank Grillo, fucking man. Alvy Kalina, one of my favorite great, characters. Great show. Great, great actor. Even the end of that show. I know people were like pushing for like, bring a season four, and season four would be great, but the way it ends. Yeah, I'm it was perfect. Like, fuck, it man. perfectly ended. Especially with like the song they had in the background. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this, yeah. this is this is it. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it was can't very, go any further. Yeah. It was a very honest yeah honest great show. show every one of the actors was great in it you know i mean it was just such a good show man yeah. I, and so here's the interesting story about the show i'd seen it on netflix and i i tried watching it and i was like nick jonas has an mma from like yeah, fuck yeah. this right and i forget who it was who posted it but it was it was someone that i had trained mma with mm-hmm. and you know someone i respected and i was yeah, like yeah. i was like dude is that show any good they're like yeah, it is. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I watch a couple episodes mm-hmm. and I message Tom. I'm like, dude, do me a favor. I don't know if I'm fucking crazy or if this show is spectacular. Yeah. And it was like right in the middle of like fucking, you know, C19. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say the fucking word. So everyone's just watching Netflix, you know, Tiger yep. Tiger King. Yeah. And Tom yep. was like, all right, I'll check it out. <laughs> He gets more and more raspy every week too. It's every time it it just reminds me of like Macho Man Randy Savage. He smokes more and more cigarettes every week. (laughs) (laughs) When I was ten years old, it's like what the fuck's going on? I remember when I was growing up. (laughs) I think it's like he doesn't really talk like that. He kind of talks like this. It's very quiet. You know, 
man, you gotta understand. Like, you know, I had a hard life. It wasn't the hardest, but I've been through a lot. That's pretty close. Holy he's shit. He's very, just very, like, you yeah. know, black and white about what he's been through. You know, he doesn't use it for him. He doesn't use it against him. He's just, he's very. <laughs> he's just laying it out there. Man, just unapologetically himself. But yeah. cool dude. he hits me up. I'm like, bro, you watch that fucking show, Kingdom? And I'm like, that, like, yeah, bro, bro, yeah. bro, bro, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, bro, you fucking see Kingdom? He goes, bro, that fucking show's amazing. Really I was like, is. you think it's amazing? He goes, phenomenal. Yeah. He's like, I'm about to finish up now. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm so like, he I just saw all three seasons. It's not like he's. All of it. So he was not calling you after the fifth episode, let's say. So I, I reached out to him probably like a week after he started watching it right. just to bring it up. I was like, yo, did you ever start watching that show? He's like, bro, I fucking finished that shit. Holy shit. I'm like, holy shit. So fuck. he binged it. Yeah. But wow. it's funny because like we went through a phase during uh, the quarantine where like we were just sending each other like who could find the saddest song. <laughs> <laughs> Like really, like, like let's let's get those estrogen levels up here. Let's fucking see who's gonna break first. And he'd send me one, I'd send him one. So one night I was like, he's like, bro, you still watching Kingdom? I was like, yeah, I've probably seen the show like three times through. I was like, but I've seen the final. Oh, episode. so you've seen it a bunch of times? Yeah, I've seen the whole series three times through. Oh my god, I only saw it once because I, I can't uh, watch I can't watch shows twice. I can I if can. it's good. I've seen the final episode probably like ten times. Wow. So Tom's like. Why do you like the last episode? I was like, I like that song at the end. He's like, that's <laughs> a fucking good. sad song. I was like, motherfucker, I drive with that song in my oh, car. He no. goes, you're right over there. Everything's good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm like, I need to get you this quarantine to finish so I can fucking grow my school back. But that yeah, was it. Those are my three. Frank Grillo, I'm watching him. He's got another. He's, he's got awesome. a movie out right now. He's uh, awesome. With uh, Mel Gibson, I forget the name of it, but it's he's, it's he's the real good. deal. He's, he's great. Little, he's older too, man. Yeah, like, he's. I think he's a little younger than me. Yeah, he's like he might be like fifty four. He's got abs. Yeah, uh, he's, he's jacked to yeah. shit. He boxes. Yeah. He's got a great show on Netflix mm-hmm. called Fight World. Yeah. Um. But again, he's one of those guys. Cool. He's been in Hollywood since he was like in his twenties, and he really didn't like. Yeah. Take off, you know. You gotta put in that work, baby. You gotta find the right show, and that was the right show for him too. Well, even that show, like that show, finished in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I mean. And then out of nowhere, it's like, hey, remember that show you guys haven't done in four years? Yeah. Uh, it's picking up steam. It, yeah. And then he's just, he's just taking jobs. He's got a movie called Cop Shop that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like him and uh, who's the guy from uh, 300? Oh, uh, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Yeah. They're like that's two a great cons movie trying right to there. Kill, they're like two cons trying to kill each other, and they're like opposite ends of the cell. That's a great. That's then, a great oh, movie. I Holy shit! I gotta see it. That's right. worth a rewatch. We are almost at that two-hour mark. Seriously, Roy. brother. Let's shut this shit down. Everyone, this is Tapping In, episode 25. I hope you enjoyed the stories of how we met our wives and why they put up with us. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> um, maybe it's because they like the stories. All right, guys. Guys, please love the support. Continue to keep listening. Keep sharing it. Keep posting it. Tell your friends. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye now.